elephants come, they gon' bow to my brethren. Lock them in a cage, parade them to the lion's den. It's a circus in here. Hi, how are you? It's fucking Fed Post Friday. Fuck you, make me Fed Post Friday. Send it. <laughs> 29th of October, Halloween weekend. You really want to scare some people this weekend? Dress up as somebody who gives a fuck. Hello, fellow automaton. I'm a man with a mind of his own. Ah! Terrifying. That's right, Phil. Yeah. All of the hate. All of it. Yes. That's it. Will I make it? Will I get arrested? Will I be killed in a raid? Who knows? Every day's a dice roll in the world of circular. How you guys doing over there on Rumble? EntropyStream.live slash Raging Dissident. This is what it is. If you're, you don't, if you don't know the address, I don't know how you got here. Yeah. Can you hear the boog bite? Urge to redacted rising. There's a shirt. All right. Turn that down, Phil. Hi, how are you guys doing? How? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of whatever the hell this is. The ramblings of an incoherent madman. Fuck you. Make me Friday. Fed post Friday. Maybe that. Maybe an alternate name for that because I'm feeling a little bit uh, disobedient <laughs> today. I've got some. I got. I got some problems, and you're gonna hear about it. Uh, you know, government gonna government, uh, you know, and they just can't stop themselves, can they? They never can. Zod Diza, how are you, sir? He says, so the powers that be have now decided that child sacrifice is out in the open now, acceptable. Protect the children, keep them away from the heb. No authority can ever state that child sacrifice is beneficial to any entity. Well, they'll argue that there's no, there's no, 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 we're keeping them safe. We're saving them from something that's definitely not going to harm them at all and inject them with experimental uh, drugs and, and so on. Um, yeah. It's hard not to like catch yourself in these, you know, wanting to argue. Don't argue with these people. Don't even engage them. It doesn't matter. They're the enemy. It's, it's not going to change anything. Um, you know, focus on, on helping each other. And, and what do you do about it? What are we going to do next? What are you going to do next week, next month? What can you do to insulate yourself, protect yourself, and set yourself up for, you know, uh, a more desirable outcome over the coming months instead of wasting time with these fucking idiots who are just going to be so incredibly blindsided by everything that happens? I posted something the other day or yesterday on Telegram that the uh, 
this next decade is probably going to be the worst in Canadian history for sure. Um, probably much of the Western world is going to be real bad. But one of the only thing, one of the things that makes it a little more bearable is is we get to watch the absolute, uh, you know, just that shitting their pants, mass confusion, chaotic, panic, fear stricken reaction that these idiots are going to have when everything uh, turn, everything goes sideways on them, and they're going to have no idea what to do, and we're going to go. <laughs> Please help us. No, 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 no. Just give me a can of beans. I'm hungry. No, no, you starve now. Sorry, no food for for you. (laughs) Mercy is uh, not something that I'm going to have. I don't care. Not at all. They've destroyed society for all in the name of nothing for nothing. They've destroyed civilization, as it were, more or less. I would say more than less. What was the, uh, what was it? Where was it now? Because, you know, okay, that's what it was. It was a response that Pfizer and Moderna combined made 90, we're going to make $93 billion in just 2022. $93 billion. Because it's about health. It's about keeping you safe. Said you fatally poisoned society. You drove family and friends apart, drove a stake through the heart of our economy, record layoffs and suicides while wasting more money than both world wars combined, driving hyperinflation into mathematical certainty, ensuring the worst economic disaster in national history so the richest people in the world could be richer than ever. You deserve every bit of misery that's on its way. Every bit of it. I will not have the time. I've I've got uh, nothing but, I've only got the time for, you know, my friends and family and, and our people to help them. I'm really not concerned with what the, these these normie idiot fools are. <laughs> Just ignore them. They don't exist. You know, they're basically zombies. Um, I'd argue they're not even human because humans typically have things like empathy and rational thought. Uh, and they have neither of those things. They're, they're perfectly content to sit there and and, and watch things... Um, like this transpire, and not have anything to say. They say, well, you should have just did it then. You should have just did it then. This is a post from uh, from Facebook from uh, Dr. Chris Milburn. You remember, if you guys have been around for a little while, a few a few months back now, uh, he was let go by the obese, uh, extremely obese. He's in the intro there. Well, we don't really require parental consent. Uh, we don't require that. That's the top doctor of Nova Scotia. If your job was to be like... Um, you know, health and fitness. I mean, that's kind of what a doctor's supposed to be, right? If you're the health and fitness coordinator, you're, you're the coach, you're the strength and conditioning coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Should he be a big fat fuck? Or should he be somebody that's, you know, obviously knows a little bit about what they're doing because, well, look at that, that guy must, you know, must practice what he preaches a little bit. He's quite fit. No. No, we've got this big disaster. This, uh, this, he looks kind of like a jack-o'-lantern um, with less personality um, and, and much higher blood, blood pressure. Anyway, uh, Chris Milburn, the doctor who was let go for wrong think, who is much astronomically more qualified to do this job than Strang ever was. He was a rugby team doctor. That's that's his resume. <laughs> Okie dokie. This is posted on the door of a wall of a, a food bank, or, or sorry, a, a soup kitchen in Halifax, Nova Scotia. You know where homeless people go to eat because they're totally fucked and they literally, you know, rely on the kindness of strangers and the empathy of this country to survive? Well... Ironically, now it's named Hope Cottage. Hours of operation. There will no longer be a takeaway meal. Sandwiches will be provided at the door for those not wish to come inside. Please note, proof of a double COVID vaccination will be required for entry. No exceptions. He says, this is on the door of a soup kitchen where people used to be able to come and sit and have a warm meal. No judgment, no questions asked. But now... 
you don't happen to be carrying your Vax Pass on your $800 smartphone, tough luck. What the hell are we doing? Well, Dr. Milburn and I, we're not doing these things, and, and I'm sure many of you guys are not. What the hell are they doing? This is what needs to be, you know... There's a very clear dividing line along society, and they've already figured that out. And that's the problem, uh, you know, with our side, I guess, that uh, they are better people. There's good people over here, not not pieces of shit. And uh, because they're they're good people, they they don't really recognize or understand that people actually do hate them. They abs to their core. I mean, I've been posting and talking about it for a little while now. There's endless examples, and probably I'll find a couple more here. Places now are saying you can't even rent. You're not allowed to rent property. You can't rent an apartment without a vax pass. Now they don't care. They don't. They don't care at all. And they say, "Good, I hope you fucking freeze." <laughs> um, because they're scum, right? And our people don't want to believe that that's possible. That, that someone would be that, but be that evil. But they, it do, it do be like that. And uh, they got to get that idea out of their head, or they're gonna walk right into the bear trap. Old guard says, "Get Philip some good fish scale. We're going to need him on his A game." He's he's got connections. I don't I don't I don't. Uh, but anyway, thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. Windsor five nineteen says wife had to go to the emergency room today. She was alone by herself for five hours until I got a negative test. If you're un, if you're vaccinated, come on in. So needless to say, I was beside myself. We don't they don't want us to have health care, and they're going to take it away. They're going to take everything away. They're slowly chipping away at it, and not even slowly. I'd say rapidly. They're they're rapidly taking away uh, everything. Your jobs, your homes. In Australia, they're taking people's homes. People that have gotten fines for, you know, for for COVID violations. They're just taking their homes and seizing their bank accounts and all that. Kind of, and the same thing will happen here eventually as well. And uh, but it doesn't have to. If we stop them, uh, that won't happen. There's some kind of paralyzing force that's gripped uh, most of the country, almost the all of the entirety of the of the Western world, but this country in particular. Uh, I find it ironic that uh, it's a very heavy, Canada's a very heavily armed country. Uh, these beta soy out people, we don't even have guns. Like, well, maybe you and your latte drinking friends in Toronto don't know about that, but there's quite a the soccer moms out in, in Alberta rolling around with <laughs> more heavily armed than you. Come on. Um, there's something like 12 to 15 million guns in this country, 38 million people, very few security forces. We're firing all of the cops that we do have, the ones that won't, that refuse to be, you know, penetrated. And we're going to replace them with reservists. <laughs> an auxiliary so the not even the b team the c team of the police is going to fill in so prepare for that uh, quality of police servicing to just plummet dramatically and really really and not only that not even that are they reserved you know garbage they're going to be garbage cops they're the bootlicking ones that can't they want to do it they can't wait to comply and obey and yes daddy yes master Ooh, this is great but we're you know and there's not very many of them this is a huge country with six time zones and um <laughs> somehow we're just putting up with it in Italy and France. You've got these people who are just, you know, out of, in the streets, we're almost near rioting all the time, but in Canada, nobody can really be bothered despite having all the tools. Um, you could imagine, um, there's just no political will. There's no will to do anything about it yet. For some reason, I partially blame, um, the grifters telling people, uh, you know, selling them a bridge and selling them magic beans that if you just, uh, you know, <laughs> what did I, where was it? What did I write in the description box for this? You know, okay. All right, class. If you open your books to page sixty-six, we'll uh, we'll we'll go ahead and start in on the toppling of the of the uh, the global elitist government back in the twenty twenties. Essentially, what ultimately proved to be most effective, kids, was the overwhelming sales of merch. 
the book tours, and, and just saying no to being homeless, hungry, and desperate. That's what really broke the back of the, uh, the state there. The governments of the day simply, they just couldn't withstand the sheer amount of merch sales, the t-shirts, the lunchboxes. They, they, it was just too much. Uh, people holding signs near empty buildings, uh, Twitter posts. It, it just, it was forced to resign in disgrace. And then it, you know, obviously very immediately returned rapidly as just as fast as they had consolidated power for themselves over the country. They just gave it right back immediately because again, the sheer weight of the merch sales and the books and, and you know, that kind of thing. And uh, that was, you know, that's that. Does that sound right to anybody? Does that sound uh, realistic? <laughs> what is the end goal of these people? Buy my book! Buy more shirts! <laughs> just eight out. I, I see. How's that working out? Uh, in Australia, people are getting losing their houses. So in the, in the two years that these people have been yelling at it, this is why I don't go to these, I don't like to go to these protests. I've gone to a couple and like, you know, did a little bit of speaking here and there, but generally it's not really, you know, what's the goal? What do we do? What, what, what are we doing? We're just going to, they, they let you do it for a reason because it blows off steam, makes people feel better, makes them feel. And, and if you talk to these people, they believe they're like soldiers in a war. I'm out here fighting. Uh, pump your brakes there, big wheel. That's, 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 that's not fighting. That's standing outside with a sign. <laughs> Very big deal. Trust me, when there's actual fighting, you're going to feel real stupid for having said that. You know, when you're cowering in your apartment building as the power is out and there's gunfire in the streets and this kind of thing, you're going to, yeah, you're, you're going to feel real stupid about saying that. I hope. Uh, maybe not. Maybe you'll, maybe you really do believe you're some kind of warrior for something, but what's the goal? What are you going to do? Are you going to yell at empty buildings? This kind of thing. It's been two years of this, uh, you know, almost. And um, we've gone from two weeks to flatten the curve and lockdowns. People don't want to have lockdowns to no jab, no job, no jab, no fly, no jab. You can't leave the country. No jab, no house. And now they expect you to just go hungry, go unemployed, go forever. So, yeah, obviously this this strategy of selling merch and standing around and going on tours and nice RV, by the way. Mr. Chicklets has a, a brand new, brand spanking new, uh, very expensive looking RV. I wonder where that came from. <laughs> Just had it laying around. Don't worry. He's going to, you know, buy, buy books, guys. It's going to somehow turn it all around because they're going to sue the government, you know, because that's never been done before, right? Where's Adam? Adam, are you in here? Adam Skelly. All the way to the Superior Court of Ontario, multiple very good, good lawyers, doctors, expert witnesses, all this stuff, and they went, ah, there's no jurisdiction. I have no jurisdiction over this, and they, I, I don't want to touch this, and they just threw the case out, right? Um, in an actual history book, for completely unrelated to anything, um, other times in the past where there has been an out of control, uh, tyrannical government that's uh, just running roughshod all over everybody, not giving a fuck, and um, they, they have been deposed and defeated. Zero times was it ever done by protests, if you know what I'm saying. Cam is key, says, uh, whenever you decide to jump on the jab truck, remember, you'll have to catch up to whatever jab number the system is on. It'll take months before you'll be considered vaccinated. That's a good point, because now they want three. Uh, these people probably, um, I think when you paste it out, the first uh, sets of people that got them, so probably most of the elderly, they're getting pushed to their third now in Saskatchewan, their third and fourth in some cases. Other provinces are uh, a little bit behind. It depends on, on when it was technically rolled out. But the most people that got their second one here in the summertime, you're looking at jab number three here after Christmas, right? January, February, and then four, and then five, and then six. it's forever. So that's a good point. If you didn't get any, they go, like, all right, fine. Well, you're going to need five doses. 
they probably would just give you two, I would imagine. You have to have had two or one or two within six months. To, to, and you're going to have to do it every six months, forever. And then everybody that's doing it goes, well, I don't want to do this anymore. Well, now you're in the exact same spot. If, you're, if there's people that are considering it, they're like, maybe I should just do it. You're, you don't want to do it. You're going to want to not do it again and again and again and again. And you're going to end up in the exact same spot you are now, not wanting to do it, can't do anything, can't work, can't live anywhere, can't travel, can't do anything. Because you didn't ha- you didn't get the latest and greatest upgraded Bill Gates uh, certified you know Windows 11 update software firmware update to your fucking genome, <laughs> all right? So there's really no point. You either believe in this shit, then if you do, then please do. I urge you to. If you really, man, no, the vaccines are fucking well. good, great. I'm happy for you. Please go get get to get 25 of them. Go all around, collect them all like Pokemon cards. Get your stamp card, get it all stamped, put it up on social media, and then you know go silent for fucking months. And like, whatever happened to that guy? Oh, he died of a heart attack, completely unrelated to anything months ago. <laughs> go be that guy. I don't care. Doesn't matter. But if you're somebody that's like wants to cave in, be like, oh, I'll just do it. It's not one or two. It's forever. And you're going to have to keep doing it. And you're going to hate yourself. And then if you change your mind later, six months, a year later, go, all right, I'm fucking done doing this. Well, what was that for? You just spent all this time sticking yourself with God knows what, helping, consenting to, and supporting and propping up this insanity. This, this is medical tyranny. And for what? <laughs> You basically just butchered yourself for no reason. And then you're in the exact same spot you started in. So please resist the urge to make a stupid decision. It's not going to make it any easier for you. You're going to end up in the same place anyway. Uh, full draw scops. Oh, hey. Oh, my guy. This is best family is right here. Cheers, everyone. Chicago. Yeah, he's uh, right out there. We got all, all kinds of people out here. Hi. I don't know. Maybe they might be able to hear me. <laughs> I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get this down just for you guys here in just a second. Uh, Karen Kanzler says I was guilted into attending a birthday party at an Earl's in Calgary. Turns out a wink and a ten dollar bill also doubles as a vax pass. <laughs> and there's lots of, again. Um, we're not against everybody. It's probably I would guess twenty percent. Twenty percent of the people over there on that side are just foaming at the mouth, idiot, crazy people, right? And the other eighty percent of them are just like, just leave me alone. They're gonna do whatever. Whoever's in charge, whatever happens, they don't care. They're going to do whatever they're told to because because they don't want to be involved. They don't want to left. They want to watch sports ball, eat their nachos, and you know go to the park with their kids. They don't want to do any any of this shit. They just leave us alone. It's not everybody. It's the minority of them that we got to deal with, and these people are in the way. But just you know, they don't give a shit. So th- these people have a false sense of uh, security, big time. And this is gonna this is great for this uh, this next little piece here. <laughs> Here on Big at 104.4 FM Radio, the home of Diagonalon. Phillips on the keyboard over there. Going to cue something up here. Billy Bob the Bigot Brick is operating the repeater on the East Coast. Dennis and Stacy are going at it on the table behind the glass like monkeys. It's disgusting. He really looks like Newman from Seinfeld. I don't know what she sees in him. It's very disturbing. He must have a lot of money. Dennis, do you have a lot of money? <laughs> he probably does. And there's a couple of things I want to talk about tonight. There's uh, some some old revolutions that happened in the past. You know, just you know, history lesson. And you know, there's a lot of people. To, well, is there gonna? Would there be a civil war? Is it possible? Oh, it's possible. Is it is it gonna happen? What are the odds? I would say there's. It's high enough that you should be concerned about it for very seriously that this is this is this could happen. But more importantly, what would the outcome be? Who would win? 
I can tell you with with utmost certainty who would win, what 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 ideology would reign supreme at the end of the day, if that uh, confrontation were to take place. The people on one side, and you'll have to fill in the blanks for yourself to, to figure out which is which, have been uh, browbeaten, gaslit, fired, marginalized, shoved aside, bullied, beat down, you know, browbeaten for, for year, decades. Made to eat shit, stomped on, so they've had to learn how to survive, adapt, and overcome to this ever, you know, ever increasingly, and can you feel it? It's getting harder and harder to survive as we go for not complying. If you don't comply, you don't want to be a part of this, it gets more and more difficult, but it's hardening these people. And um, many of them happen to also have a lot of uh, experience and uh, life experience with uh, very difficult jobs, outdoor jobs, you know, like rig workers and farmers and fishermen and, you know, soldiers and these kinds of things. A lot of, that's what, that's what right-leaning people tend, tend to be anyway. Versus, um, you know, intellectuals. People that, that make a career out of collecting degrees, working at Starbucks, campaigning for bike lanes. We need more bike lanes! The Green Party, we need to destroy carbon! They live in a fantasy world where they think they could win easily because basically there's been no resistance. There's no consequences to anything that they do, ever. The, uh, best case scenario, maybe somebody sues somebody and wins some money somewhere, but that's basically it. There's no consequences in real life for anything that they do, but that won't last forever. And when that does, and now they no longer, you can identify as whatever you want. I'm a polyamorous transgender velociraptor. That also, yeah, that, that doesn't mean anything. Here now, you're over here, and these other people are over there, and uh, you're going to fight, okay, <laughs> physically. So, which way do you want to put your money? I know where I would put mine. Welcome back to the to the to the insane the insane asylum, the ramblings of an incoherent psychopath, Ragecast 184. Cheers, Dagalon. So cold. Filthy weasel, you you generous bastard. Thank you so much. Click clack. Click clack. Good to be back. Fuck you, make me Friday. Cheers to all the bigots and big ass across Dagalon. Six, Samper Torrettis. Pickley from Ontario says, went to basic training with an auxiliary officer. She became, a, she became a supply tech, I think. But while she was RCMP, she was told, if things kick, kick off, stand back. <laughs> she was 5'7 and 130 pounds. Oh, no. I don't, I, I'm not feeling the bloodthirsty intimidation from those people, you know? They're cashing checks that your soy ass can't cash. Writing checks. That's it. CRJ says, boots on the ground, you eat. Chris Sky just says no to Strike Force. <laughs> Great guitar solo, Phil. 
Jaybird says, meet up in Calgary tomorrow. Looking forward to meeting some bigots. Let's start networking skills and start the alternate system outside the system. Only way this will ever work. Especially in the midterm and long term. Um, everything you're, you're kicked out of and phased out of now is not coming back anytime soon without serious, serious readjustments. So you need to start. And, and again, anticipate what's going to happen next. What else are they going to take away from you? And how are you going to survive without it? Start solving these problems. Become ungovernable, as they say. And then... Uh, makes it a lot harder for them, doesn't it? Ah, I just... I love that song so much. Ah! It went up... Uh, whoa! It scared me. I wasn't ready for that. Filthy Weasel says, my 12-year-old niece wants to try out for her school basketball team. Not allowed because she needs proof of nation. How much sense does it make? Well, she can be in school all day with the same kids. She can participate in gym class, but not a school team. Makes as much sense as anything else in clown world. It's not about, it's not about safety. It's about compliance to, to a system now. That is on its face obvious to everyone with a, with a brain, um, with a beating heart, with a soul. Everybody else is, no, you're, you're gone. You're a zombie. You're a walking dead monster. I don't care about you. Like, again, you can't care about everybody in the world. It's not realistic. It's not normal. Um, you know, what drives this good, us, is they're full of hate. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. Um, you know, it, it's it's the love. It's love, really. Love of your, your friends, your family, your people, your heritage, your history, your future you're supposed to have, what you want to provide for your, your children, what you can build and maintain and be proud of and pass on to other people. These things are all amazing and great. Your culture, right? We love all that stuff. Something that threatens to destroy those things by very nature, you should hate those things. We're here to destroy everything you hold dear and love, including your children. Don't hate. That's wrong. No, fuck that. Hate them. Hate them all the way to the end. That's normal. <laughs> That's not an irrational human feeling. That's what you're supposed to feel. It's totally normal. You know? Oh, the pedophile brigade is here to rape all the children. I hate them. Don't. No, don't say that, Billy. That's just wrong. No, you're supposed to. They're the antithesis of everything good and decent and normal and moral and ethical uh, in the world. So fuck them. Dan. Hello, Dan. Says one of my coworkers who has heart issues and is fully whacked was sick. Not COVID, but has a lingering cough. I'm convinced he has the super cold. I have no sympathy. He wouldn't have any sympathy for you, would he? They say it all the time. Oh, good. I hope they fucking die. I hope they all just go. I'm... We'll see. Ironically, that's not going to be who, who uh, you know, who goes down, is it? Yeah, like I said, we've done the UK study. All these studies are, that's the actual science. Trust the science. Go read the actual science. Go read the studies. Where are my T-cells at, bro? Where are my T-cells go? Uh-oh. Why are my, why are my white blood cell count so low? It's not even a super cold. It's the regular cold. But now you have the immune system essentially of a 75-year-old man instead of a 26-year-old or 35-year-old or whatever it is, right? So you know how, how very ill people get when they're old, when they get sick, and they often die? 
<laughs> Let's play fill in the blanks here. Mo Sislak, thank you very much, sir. I hope you. Oh, I, I saw your message earlier. I didn't get a chance to, to reply, man. I hope, uh, hope it went well. Uh, Joseph calls says, "Cheers, biggest cheers user." Hellbilly Deluxe says, "Wife is five foot three and she terrifies me." Some of the scariest women I've ever met were about five feet tall. Yeah, <laughs> they're unpredictable. They're squirrely. They're fast. You know, they're on the ceiling. They're all, ah, how'd she get up there? She's throwing knives from the. You know, you, you gotta be. You never know. They've got a feisty side. And you know what? I was thinking this today. If that's how it comes down, because I went on a big, you know, angry rant against men the other day, um, because a lot of them are pathetic. I had one guy sending me, like, hate mail, like, on Instagram. I'm just like, I literally was, like, reading it on the toilet, like, this fucking guy. Look at his profile. And there's, wouldn't you know it, a framed Avengers picture in the background of his face. (laughs) Like clockwork, man. Oh, you pumping you guys out of a fucking factory now? Jesus Christ. Oh, and then Captain America signed Captain America poster. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Go back to your cartoons, little man. All right? Men are talking. Jesus. You know? But if that's what it comes down to, if it's like, well, this is all, this is all the men we could find in the country. We got, uh, we got 72. <laughs> we found 72 men in Canada that are willing to, that are willing to stand up for themselves. All right. Well, we got 7,000 women, but 72 men. Well, that's, if that's what we got, that's what we got. I don't, whatever. You know? Uh, that you know we'll take what we can get you know and it, it, at this point it's uh they're radically outnumbered there's way i don't want to say too many women there's not nearly enough men involved right there's the amount of women i would expect but the the, the amount of men uh, is gone way down they're busy they're busy uh complying a complier Lockstaff 2020, how are you, sir? How have you been? Or madam, I think it's absurd. Four of 12 vaxxed at work have weird dry cough. Is that what people are seeing elsewhere? Yeah, they're again, their immune systems are fucking destroyed. And every additional uh, supplementation, every, every firmware upgrade that they receive, every Windows 10 update that they get, right? Winky, winkity, winkity. It gets worse. And they want another one. Maybe it wears off every few months. Maybe your body fights it. I don't know. But they want you to get a new one every six months. No, thanks. I will take zero ever. Jaybird says, place to go. Rob Sart, Saskatchewan is a ghost town. Could be taken over by Dagalon. Also, it's unincorporated land. Just saying. There's a lot of those places around. There's quite a few. It's very, very interesting. Rumble, there's all kinds of you guys over there. And there's a lot of people. It's Friday, man. It's Friday night. I hope a lot of, you know, a lot of guys are like, oh, I can't make it. i got to go with my family. Good. I want you to. <laughs> Right? Don't fucking, don't ignore your family to come here. What are you, out of your mind? Crazy. Crazy. Hi, everybody over there on uh, Rumble. And if you're on the other YouTube channel, I told you, right? It's like, oh, yeah, now we're on this one, right? They'll probably ban this one, and then I don't care. I'll just go back to the, whatever. Entropy and Rumble for now. But uh, they're going to censor the internet now, you see. And uh, we're working on some ways around that. There's going to be a way around that, but... Uh, You'll see. So I got a couple, a whole bunch of crazy stuff. Some of this shit is just bananas. It's just bananas. It's insane. It's crazy. Um, and we don't know how much longer it's going to be. This could be this could be the last full month I get in. Uh, they're trying to rush through this bill in Parliament here in Canada, C10. Um, again, I've, I've mentioned this numerous times. It's been called the most aggressive censorship bill they've ever seen. It's disturbing. It's punitive. It's um, just disgusting, essentially. This is liberal saying this. Liberal senators, liberal other liberal MPs. I don't want to be named. Don't name me, but I'm telling you, it's very scary. Yeah. Um, oh, it's not that bad. Just forget everything. Forget now. Pretend I'm just going to, in your mind, okay, we're going to go back in time. We're going to go back in time to like 2008. Remember 2008? 
put your mind, pick a memory, birthday party, you got real drunk on a Friday, whatever, leaving work on a Wednesday afternoon to go home and watch the Leafs game or something. 2008, you remember 2008? What was on the radio? You know, what was on TV at the time? What, you know, whatever it was. And you go, so in the future, we're going to have a government that uh, controls the internet, controls what you think and controls what you say. It's the most heavily censored and surveilled internet in the world. You can't go uh, basically anywhere. Uh, you can't rent homes. You can't work. You can't do anything without a passport, which you, in order to receive, you need to get government state-mandated injections every six months. They're take The guns are confiscated as well. Um, what else? Oh, provincial, interprovincial travel may or may not be, be banned. You can't leave the country anymore without said passport also. Uh, everything is hate speech, right? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Some kind of movie? No, that's where we live right now. That's where we live right now. And these are the kinds of things that are on TV. Somebody sent me this last time, and I didn't get a chance to play. I forgot about it. Uh, I didn't get, not that I didn't get a chance. I just forgot. Uh, but it is Halloween soon, in the spirit of that. Twix decided, the candy commercial company, Twix. decided to make a, a, cart, a, a commercial. As they do. As, as you do if you're a, a company. <laughs> you know, you get in on the festive season and try to capitalize on, on things and, and remind people that you exist. Hey, remember Twix? We're still here. Buy our candy bars. Buy a fucking candy bars, all right? That's what they do. Um, but this this one is exceptionally weird. Um, I'm just gonna play this, and you can you can see for yourself. White size Halloween. That's a little boy, by the way. Just for clear, for the rest of the, so you just see, just to get you off on the right foot here. It's a little boy in a princess dress. Hi. I'm your new nanny. I don't need a nanny. Based? Well, your parents seem to think you do. Oh, she just broke in. <laughs> okay, cool. What's your favorite color? Black. Other than black. Oh, um, charcoal. This is a candy commercial, Why are you by the way. Dressed up. It's not Halloween yet. Little boy in a dress. Can I help you? Are you a good witch or a bad witch? Do you want to find out? Okay. You buckled. I think she just threatened some children. I'm wearing but... my princess dress. Do you want to wear it? Okay. Hey, you, princess. You look like a girl. Why are you wearing that? Dressing like this makes me feel good. Is that your nanny? She looks weird. You look weird. Your nanny looks weird. You guys are both weird. No, we're just different. Boys don't wear dresses. She just kills the kid. We should go. We should go. I just murdered a child. Will he come back? Yeah, probably. No, no. He clearly was fired into the stratosphere by a witch for questioning why another boy was wearing a dress. And no, that kid was actually very based and awesome. That that bitch was definitely weird. 
there's not a man level with me all right that is trans I, I don't care what the fuck it is there is not a dick in diagonal that would see that chick and go i don't know maybe she's cool no she's not cool she looks fucking deranged and mentally disturbed that kid had everything right. You're fucking weird. That's weird. All of this is weird. Yes, yes it is. And then she murders him. Anyway, buy Twix candy bars? <laughs> what the fuck? Moving on. That's just something else that's going on in the world now. I thought you guys should want to know that this is the kind of shit that's on television. Cut the cable. Stop watching TV at all costs. Do not let it on in your home. For the love of God. Uh, further to, to more, we'll talk about this more later. But uh, in the meantime, there was another, I'm sorry. I'm sorry this had to happen. But there was another confrontation in the United States between very tough, very scary, very intimidating, very formidable forces of Antifa took to the streets to protect the American way against these neo-Nazi fascists. real impressive guys check it out what appears the soys are back in town but team america is back in full effect and you know what that means they're all dressed in black so you know they're awesome take shit for nobody oh. from these soy boy bitches that try and act tough like freaking ninjas and then run like the soy boy bitches they are right here you can see soy boy getting real tough it appears he's gonna try and stand in the face here and this guy comes in with the fucking mace or pepper spray and he nails all of his own guys watch this <laughs> panic just pure panic he fucking whips good dunk yeah what's this gets him gets his own guy gets another guy gets two or four but there get your own those are your own guys got hit what oh my eyes yeah he doesn't know what's going on That's gonna hurt, Marv. Slim Jim and Rice Krispies, and of course the same douchebags that protest law enforcement are asking help from law enforcement. <laughs> what appears? Defund the police! Help! Police! Help! <laughs> when there's no cops, which will be soon, no one will protect you. You're gonna be on your own. And you don't like guns, so you don't have any of those. And you don't like cops, there's no more of those. And you don't like to lift weights, because that's white supremacy. And you don't like testosterone, because it's toxic masculinity. You couldn't possibly... <laughs> you know those things that you... You know, veal... You know what veal is, right? It's like baby... Is it, It's baby cows, is that what it was? Where they just tie them up and they can't move, so the meat's more tender, and they just... Eh. This is like being threatened by veal. We're gonna get you! Oh, no. <laughs> oh, honey, look, the veal is angry. The veal is threatening us. What will we do? Oh. That was, that was fun. <laughs> Two wheel unions is imagine being a grown adult and spending your hard earned money on Marvel or DC posters. I know. I've bought one for my son. You know, he's seven. <laughs> that's the age that the, that's age appropriate. That's what it's for. Uh, not 35. Not even 25. 
five. Five to ten. That's the age, maybe. Maybe 12, you know, 13. But then it's like, all right, the Avengers, you know. Come on, man. Uh, Hellbilly Deluxe says, can't take my home. They have to find it first. RV life equals easy to disappear. RVs rule. They are pretty sick, you know, but gas price. I don't know. There's a lot of... What about the winter? What do you guys do for heat in the wintertime? What's going on with that? Johnson666 says, good evening, sir. I was driving earlier and called a guy a cunt, but then he let me merge, so I apologize. That's all I got. <laughs> Cheers, everyone. Thank you, sir. Bushman, how are you, buddy? He says, hey, buddy, I have a person looking for a vet to come by and have a Remembrance Day service and to share some of their experience in the service with some homeschooled kids. Pretty cool idea. Uh, we used to do that in school when I was a kid. I doubt that's a thing anymore. Or if they do, it's, uh, you know, they invite some woke feminist, you know, supply tech clerk type person to come in and talk about the sexual assault fucking crusade in the military. Because that's, that's what it's really all about. That's what you need to know about in the, in the Canadian military. Not the fucking, you know, anything else. None of the, the deaths and the sacrifices and the, you know, the, the life-changing injuries and, and all that. No, 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 that matters. No, 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 Moving on. So, um, you know, where were we? Click, clack, trick or treat. Give me something good to eat. Give me anything to eat. I don't want to have a Vax passport. You don't get to eat. How can you have any pudding if you don't get your vaccine? Uh, it's mental. It's deranged. These people are evil. They have no empathy or logic, common sense. They can't wait to obey and they love it. More to the point of that. This is just what's going on. Lord of the Flies will not be the only book to land in the cancellation pyre. That's that's gone now. The Lord of the Flies book, which was very because it um. So, I'm sorry, it, uh, due to white male power structures. If you haven't read Lord of the Flies, you should. I don't know what's wrong with you. Uh, it's a bunch of kids that get stuck on an island. And uh, interestingly, I wonder if that's why they don't like it. It becomes basically jungle law at that point. Society, the way that they were, the way that they've used to live and understand how things are supposed to work, rapidly devolves as the children discover, oh, uh, basically whoever the meanest guy, meanest kid on the block is here, that, that ends up, you know, that's how things work in nature. But uh, we can't, it's, it's an interesting, it's, I, I read it a long time ago, like in high school, but uh, we're not allowed to read that anymore because that's, that's problematic, that's problematic. Meanwhile, AT&T, yes, the phone company, says a racial re-education program asserts that white people, you are the problem. Right. Let's replace that with anything else, but uh, it doesn't. And you'll never see anti-hate or any of these people write about this stuff because this is who they work for. They're anti-white, anti-Canadian, anti-European, anti-sanity, communist uh, terrorists. Um, they're, they're a terrorist organization, so is Antifa, the, 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 which they openly espouse to, be, to work hand-in-hand hand with. And uh, you will get what you deserve. And this is what they, they're all about now. Now they're now they're trying to rope the natives in again, the indigenous uh, people to be to, the, to their cause. Antifa, Antifa working with the natives is fucking hilarious to me, because the natives, rather, real big gripe is the land. Really, uh, imagine China comes in and, t- and takes over Canada and occupies the whole thing, and everybody that used to live here is Canadians. Now you're basically relegated to like small pocket communities, you know, essentially reserves like the natives out, out in you know wherever. And you just fuck off and, you know, we're, you're basically on your own and we're going to kind of fuck you over from time to time after we've conquered your, your country and so on and so forth. You'd obviously have a, a pretty good gripe with the Chinese. You know what I mean? And then imagine the Chinese creating a, a pro, you know, Chinese uh, pretend, you know, opposition group called Anti-Chai 
Anti anti. <laughs> I'm gonna avoid the obvious slur there. And then, you know, allying with you. It's a joke. Antifa is literally funded by the government. If anybody's listening to this, if you're involved with any of these people or you know any of these people, these Native Native Americans, Indigenous people, Antifa and the left, like these people, they're, they're government stooges. The government pays them directly. I can get the links for you if you would like to see them, how much money that they've given to the anti-hate network organization. These are government stooges. These are the same people that pay the RCMP, pay Antifa, and pay anti-hate. That's the government. You're helping the government do what the government wants. There, there is nothing, there is absolutely no reason you should ever encounter these people unless it's to scalp them. In Minecraft! Do they have Minecraft? Where you guys are? Anyway... Details of the AT&T's corporation re- racial re-education program have leaked and what the company asserts is American racism is a uniquely white trait. Oh, my God. White employees are mandated to confess their systemic racism. Humiliation and shaming people for nothing. It's all your fault. Something I have made up is all your fault. It's nonsense. Absolutely insane. And it's going to continue because nobody's stopping it. For now. Um... Chris Burke says, all right, you asked for it. You pick it to your ass for Oh, yes, this is, uh, he, he sang a Britney Spears song here, uh, Chris Burke. If you want to cut the link, hashtag free Britney. Isn't she free now? Isn't she outside of her, her conservatorship or, or some shit? I don't know. If you, want to, if you want to watch that, thank you, sir. Hellbilly Deluxe says, you can see it all at our, our channel, Hellbilly Living on Telegram. Oh, you have, a, you have a, I didn't know you had a Telegram channel. Cool. I may check that out. I may check that out. And uh, I mentioned this earlier. And I've been mentioning it because, oh, I forgot to mention that in my scenario of Canada in the future. Getting on a plane soon? Here's what you need to know about the requirements. If you're not penetrated, you don't get to use air travel anymore, which you pay for. Your tax money pays for this because the government routinely bails out companies like Air Canada. It's done it numerous times. Your tax money has paid for these these companies to stay in business, which you're no longer allowed to use. Me as a veteran of this country, I'm not allowed to use those these services that I've helped pay for because cult. Federal government announced uh, new exemptions and a grace period for unvaccinated foreign nationals today, not its own citizens, along with details of its vaccine mandate for travelers. It takes effect tomorrow. Transport Minister Omar Al-Kabra. Omar spoke at Toronto Pearson Airport about Transport Canada's final orders and guidance issued to airlines and railways following consultations with the Chinese government. I mean, with companies. Starting at 3 a.m. on October 30th, all travelers in Canada age 12 and older must be fully vaccinated before boarding planes, trains, or cruise ships in this country. Even those fully vaccinated need to show proof of a negative molecular COVID-19 test upon returning to Canada. Ottawa's facing pressure to drop that requirement. Really? Because it's fucking insane? Doubt they will. Mention this also. This is uh, in Alberta. COVID-19 vaccination proof required to rent from Alberta real estate company. Won't be the last. Calgary-based real estate company is requiring all residents and prospective residents to be vaccinated fully. Strategic group says all of its employees and contractors are fully vaccinated. These rules apply to all of strategic groups, residential communities in Alberta, representing more than 1,500 suites in Edmonton and Calgary. Also, thousands of people will be affected. Wonderful. So they'll just be evicted have nowhere to go, 
And when they talk to the prime minister and say, what am I supposed to do? And uh, it's time to get vaccinated. Do you hear what I hear? Clickety clackety. It's on the wind. All new residents must show proof. Must show proof papers, please. Vaccination of everyone in our community is the only way we're going to get through this pandemic and get a sense of normalcy. Said Riaz Mamdani Akbar, CEO of Strategic Group. In a news release, the safety of our team and our residents is a top priority, so ensuring full vaccination across the board is the least we can do. Exemptions will be made for children 12 and under for now. That's going to change very, very shortly. They're not done with the kids either, by the way. Where is this? The Pfizer CEO, one of, yeah, is it the Pfizer CEO? Albert Bulle, chairman and CEO of Pfizer, can't wait to vaccinate two-year-olds. Two-year-olds? That's a conspiracy theory, bro. That's never going to... Let me push it back even further. What about two-year-olds? Uh, are there data being get, gathered on that? Do you expect at some point we will be able to inoculate even children as young as two? I do expect to do that. Of course, the studies needs to be completed. I'm optimistic because I I, I have seen these results between five seen? and 11. For the two to five years old, the studies are ongoing right now. I think it should be completed by the end of the year. And it is an, an, another formulation is using a very small fraction of the mRNA that we are using with adults. It's oh. two micrograms yeah. compared to 30 micrograms that uh, a normal dose compares or 100 that the Moderna's dose, uh, dose uh, uh, contains. So these two micrograms, I think uh, um, we expect to be very, very safe and give good, good uh, immune responses. So all, also those kids will be protected. None of that is true. It has the exact... It does nothing. If you're... You can still catch the disease, spread the disease, and die from the disease. It does nothing. Nothing. It does absolutely nothing. The majority of people in hospitals, in ho hospitalized and dying are... Never mind the epidemic of people with mystery illnesses all over the, all over the world. But don't look into that either. That's all made up nonsense. That's definitely not true. You can trust... The Pfizer CEO, who made, what was it? Was it $90 billion? He's definitely telling the truth. $93 billion between Pfizer and Moderna next year. It's a very safe, absolutely. Just by, I have done studies. Just do it. Just do it. Do it, idiot. Do it, you idiot. <laughs> Two-year-olds. Here's something else that's been spotted in uh, Whitby, Ontario, recently. On the side of this bus, it's a uh, basically a public service. Getting people ready for what's to come. Kids have strokes, too. Know the warning signs. Since when? No, I'm serious. Since when has a child, when has a kid ever had a fucking stroke? I've never heard of this happening in my life. It's probably so rare. But and yet, the city of, of the the, the Whitby 
made sure that we need to put this on our buses and basically get people prepared for kids having strokes. Why would they do this on the eve of vaccinating 5 to 11-year-olds? Probably because they're going to have strokes. And they're gonna, some of them are going to die. Probably. It's my guess. But we're the bad guys. This is, uh, this was, uh, I don't even know where this is. This is happening all over the country, actually. This is a cemetery, as you can see very clearly. And this big sign out front says, your access to attend events on the site depends on your vaccination status. You may be asked to provide proof of your status if you're attending an event. You can't even go to the funeral of your own family members. Because McCult. They're not people. They're demented, insane, inhuman monsters. And my empathy for what is going to happen to society, to, for them, is fucking zero. I will laugh at them. <laughs> Look at them all hungry and scared. Don't care. And I know people that are, you know, trying to get fake fax passes and stuff. They, they go to these things. I, If it were me personally, I would stand outside the cemetery. And they would have to pass you as they go in and out and see you standing there. You can't even go to the funeral of your own family. Don't make this easier for them. They don't get to escape the uncomfortable reality, the disgusting reality of what's been done. How disgusting. How much lack of respect do you have for human life? And the you, you don't even allow these people to grieve properly. They can't even be afforded that moment in time to grieve the death of their family, their friend, whatever it is, without you going, but your papers, please. You can't even give them that. You're beyond it. You're an insect. And why? Because 99.9% survival. Because the only people at risk are in their fucking 70s and have multiple cancers, obese, disgusting, you know, horrible train wrecks of a human body. The same people that would die from anything anyway. That's why. That's why we they can't even go to funerals now. This is the most dehumanizing, degrading, disgusting. This is one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. It's outside. In the fresh air. What science is this based on? Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to go to Double Vax Tony's funeral. I'm going to have to stand on the side and laugh with my popcorn. I won't be able to go in and laugh directly on his gravesite. I'll have to be out on the street. That's fine. But uh, it would be, you know, it's, it's difficult to piss on a grave from the street, though. You know what I mean? I can, I can, I can, I can push it pretty far, but that depends on, on where they put him. And they'll probably need a double-wide plot for his fat, disgusting body. But regardless, um, these people are monstrous. And uh, you're losing the plot here. I saw Ferryman say something earlier, but the veneer of authority, it is a veneer, and it is uh, shrinking rapidly. A friend of mine sent me this. He says, this, is a, this is what's called a CD, Canadian Forces Decoration. This is what you get for just being in for 12 years, 12 years of loyal service to the Queen and whatnot. That's why it's got her stupid whore face on it. It says, uh, 12 years of service to a, a corrupt, morally compromised, pathetically left-leaning government. Fuck you, Canada. That's a very common sentiment along, along the Canadian forces. But by all means, keep pushing your shit. Keep it up. 
I don't know what leg you think you're standing on. <laughs> I've read this one before. This is from C.S. Lewis, and it's very relevant now. Of all the tyrannies, a tyranny sincerely exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive. It would be better to live under robber barons and under omnipotent moral busybodies. The robber baron's cruelty may sometimes sleep, his cupidity may at some point be satiated, but those who torment us for our own good will torment us without approval, or I'm sorry, without end, for they do so with the approval of their own conscience. They think they're, well, we're the good guys. We're saving lives. We're saving lives. And what is more important than saving lives and being a hero and doing my part? And I'm double vaccinated. Nothing. They can do no wrong and they never will. It's disturbing. It's going to get worse. Uh, Pickley from Ontario says, that guy needs to be redacted and thrown into a ditch. The Pfizer CEO. Yeah, disgusting monster. Sergeant Barris is the man that tries to stab my two-year-old son with a needle is going to have a very bad day. He's probably going to have the last day of his life. That is all. I agree. I'm right there with you. Fendron says at least the corpses in the cemetery are all socially distanced. I saw a story earlier. They had they had to get this rescinded for the Santa Claus parade somewhere, I think in Ontario. They wanted the cars two meters apart for safety. As if the cars can somehow transmit COVID to each other. They're not. Uh, there's no one in here. They're insane. They're completely gone in the head and fucking insane. Sean M says, just skipping by. Hi, bigots. If you think you can't do it, you're right. If you think if you think you can do it, you're right. So what do you think? What you think about what you can do is the is the most important opinion you're ever going to have. Ernie Truth. Hey, how are you doing, man? He says, Rage, my man. Love you, dude. Showing my girlfriend your show for the first time. Had trouble explaining your show. Care to explain? That's impossible. There is no way to explain this. There's never been any way to explain this. It's completely, um, you just have to watch it and go, okay. It's more or less generally kind of the same, but you'll get a gist for it. Um, but yeah, it's very difficult. Uh, is this, dude, are you kidding me? East Coast Canadian says $400 in the funeral home. We'll give you a link to the live stream, a link to live stream the funeral. So not only do they insult you with the lack of human dignity and basic respect. Man, I mean, in wars, we would allow our enemies to bury their dead. You know? Just out of respect. This is literally worse than war. You can't even bury your own family. They have that little respect for you. The Germans and Russians had more respect for each other on the eastern front of World War II, the most savage fighting that has ever graced the earth. There was more respect between the Wehrmacht and the Soviet communist forces than your own government and people have for you as an unvaccinated person. They don't deserve to be listened to, to be followed to be respect and, and what are we doing well it's just we need to hug them and understand no they need to go fuck themselves to death they're bullies and you know how you deal with bullies they don't understand anything except this that's the only that's the only thing that ever stops people like that 
They will keep screwing with you until you fuck their shit up. There is no amount of convincing, link sending, video sending, explanations, studies, whatever. None of it matters. None of it goes in. It's completely ineffective. It's like the Borg from Star Trek, you know? It just bounces off them, does absolutely nothing. Well, what are we supposed to do? You know. <laughs> Ask a Romanian. Jake Powell says, when I take a big step back and look at society as a whole, trends, fads, history, where we've been, how this shit has evolved, it becomes a very disturbing thing to look at. It has to stop. Had you come to, had it come to a head, can't be allowed to go on like this. Think about Stolen Valor. I've been watching Don Shipley lately. Think of the mental illness out there. Yeah, it's, it's going to explode. And it has. Look at, look at what, like I said, 2008 till now, things have rapidly trended in the wrong direction. And what is going to stop them? Buy my book! Buy more shirts! <laughs> we're going to go in a big crowd. We're going to hold signs. We're going to merch. And then what? Well, then we're going to go home. And then we're going to complain. And we're going to do it again next weekend. Cool. Can you uh, show me anywhere? Because yeah, I'm a results-based guy. I like to do things that I know, like, what's going to work, what doesn't go. I like to do things that I know are not going to work. Show me any time in history where that has resulted in the dramatic change that people are looking for, i.e. Um, either the governments that we have radically change their approach and all of a sudden wake up with, with sanity and empathy and souls and, you know, anything in their head resembling common sense. Has that ever been done by merch sales? Buy my shit? Just say no to being homeless. Sorry, ma'am, you're evicted. You and your you and your young son are no longer welcome here. In this apartment building, you have fucking 14 days to evict yourselves. Where are you supposed to go? I don't know. I don't care. Does it matter? What? Well, have you tried just saying no to that? <laughs> Sorry, sir, you've been uh, known to post a lot of seditious uh, anti-government things. We're going to be taking you to a camp to re-educate you. Uh, no, I'm going to just say no to that. <laughs> you need a vaccine passport to go to the grocery store. Have you tried saying no? Have you tried buying merch? It's not going to work. It never has. doesn't do anything. These people are taking advantage of the situation to enrich themselves. And they're doing a very good job of it. They're making a lot of money. A lot of money. And what have they accomplished? We're helping people. Helping them do what? Helping them live in a fantasy world? They've spent the last how many years, months doing what? And now everything is worse than ever. And in Australia, now they're taking your homes away. Thousands of Australians from the Daily Mail, thousands of Australians with unpaid fines for breaking COVID rules. They probably can't pay them because they don't have jobs because no jab, no job. Ha, ha, ha. Have their homes seized, bank accounts raided, and licenses canceled as the government chases $5.2 million in unpaid fines. 3,046 unpaid penalty notice. 2,755 fines were from individuals and businesses accused of flouting the rules. Queenslanders, it's an area in Australia, who received fines for breaking the rules risk having their homes seized and bank accounts frozen in a government crackdown. 
Just say no to that. Buy more books. Buy some shirts. Buy some merch. Send me donos. Send me Bitcoin. State penalties enforcement registers is expected to collect 3,000 unpaid fines. About 56% of the fines have already been paid in full or being paid off on a payment plan. This is extortion. Insane. Man, I do... I, what do you even say to the people in Australia right now with this going on? And all the fucking bootlickers out there. They're worse than anybody else. I mean, because they could be on our side, but they're such cowards and pieces of human filth that allow this to take place. If it wasn't for them, we would never be here. If it wasn't for their willingness and they just can't wait to obey and do what they're told, oh, it's so amazing. I got my Fauci ouchie. <laughs> what was that? Was that a dog having its head eaten alive by sand fleas? Is that what you mean, you stupid bitch? So I saw somebody else. Like, lamenting the fact that that's what, that's what made a lot of people mad at Fauci, that he did that to some dogs. Never mind what they've been doing to people and children. That's fine. But not the beagles. Whatever works, man. These people have got to go. And it's, there's so many people that understand and, and there's, there's so many of us, all right? Millions and millions, tens of millions around the world, hundreds of millions probably. But we're isolated and we're not organized and we're not networked. That needs to change and they're going to shut down and censor the internet. So we can't do that either. Once that happens, yeah. get ready. What do you think? What do you think is going to happen? Well, we're just going to shut everything down so you guys can't talk anymore. Oh, and then what? We're just going to sit on our ass and eat peach and look out the window. Oh, well, I guess that's it. I guess it's over. I guess that's the end of that. You win. Is that what you think? <laughs> Have you weighed the cost benefit of this radical fucking. Uh... You know why they're doing it, right? Because they're losing. Because they're losing momentum, they're losing authority, they're losing the ability to control the narrative. More and more people are, are, are hip to their shit now, and they don't have the influence they used to have. They're a fucking joke, and they know it, and the only thing they know how to do is to just, um, you know, bootstomp everyone into, into compliance. And it never works. It always makes everything worse, and it's going to make everything a lot worse. Now, watch this. I'm not even going to say anything. She says it as, as well as anyone could. But it is not the goal that renders a system oppressive. It is always the methods by which the goal is pursued. Whenever a government claims to have the people's interest at heart, you need to think again. In the entire history of mankind, there has never been a political elite sincerely concerned about the well-being of regular people. What makes any of us think that it is different now. Based. If the age of enlightenment has brought forth anything, then certainly this. Never take anything any government tells you at face value. Always question everything any government does or does not do. Always look for ulterior motives and always ask cui bono, who benefits. Yes. Whenever a political elite pushes an agenda this hard and resorts to extortion and manipulation to get their way, you can almost always be sure your benefit is definitely not what they had at heart. As far 
as I'm concerned, I will not be vaccinated with anything that has not been properly vetted and tested and has shown no sound scientific evidence that the benefits outweigh the disease itself. You listening, Tony? Impossible long-term side effects, which to this day, we don't know anything about. I will not be reduced to a mere guinea pig by getting vaccinated with an experimental drug. And I will most assuredly not get vaccinated because my government tells me to and promises in return I will be granted freedom. Let's be clear about one thing. No one grants me freedom, for I am a free person. So I dare the European Commission and the German government throw me in jail, lock me up and throw away the key for all I care. But you will never be able to coerce me into being vaccinated if I, the free citizen that I am, choose not to be vaccinated. Yes, lady. Christine Anderson of the European Parliament. The Bebeast? Bring it. You're not going to get any more straightforward than that. She must be a white supremacist. She must be. That's hate speech. Shut them down, anti-hate. Shut her down. Shut her down. Block all of that. I can't wait. Oh my god, I can't wait. Tender is the fur dying as you Big Ant says, we don't need no water. Let the motherfucker burn. We need more fire. CRJ says, people said, yet Bought a book and then Stalin resigned. That's how I remember it happening, too. Hell, Billy Lux says, wish we could tell the Aussie people airdrop incoming. I know, right? Can you imagine? Just all of a sudden, they just hear this get louder and louder as once the C-130s approach. Fucking paratroopers start dropping. Oh! <laughs> Let's kill some commies. Go, 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 go! Feet knees together, boys. Well, maybe someday in the distant future. Why go all the way to Australia when we've got lots of commies right here? But wouldn't that be? I mean, I feel bad for the man. Somebody's got to help these people. I mean, they're helpless. Seemingly, they seem to be unable to. Stop this, which is, there's no free person in the world that sees what's going on in Australia. He goes, oh, yeah, that, that's that's reasonable. That's not insane. Rumble PBC says, hey, Rage, happy Friday, and a salute to my fellow bigots. Okay, retard cell here, but 
Is there any provision for the highest ranking D&D general to take over if he realizes a PM is an evil bastard? I don't think so. It would just take uh, balls and a brain, which no one in the CF has in, 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 that, in that sphere. They fired and, and made everyone to resign that may possibly be a threat. I'm convinced. I'm convinced this purge is politically motivated. Everyone's a rapist, right? 14 generals now in an, in an army the, the, as small as the Canadian forces that they basically axed everybody, <laughs> you know? And if you notice, they weren't, you know, uh, a major at a supply depot and an ammunition depot, a, a captain uh, who was in charge of an air crew mechanics, uh, you know, squadron. It wasn't, uh, you know... Able Seaman fucking McDonald on the U uh, on the HMS fucking you know, nope. General, general, major general, brigadier general, general. All weird, weird that it's these guys. Hmm, strange. Jake Powell says, think of the disrespect it takes for a person to dress up in military fatigues and wear medals, call themselves Navy SEALs and ship. Oh, he's talking about the Don Shipley stuff. Pissing on everything, we respect nothing. Of course, as the new generations are fucked in the head, this type of behavior has been not only condoned but advocated. It's sick. Everything about this this society is sick. Heather Beige says, been invited to attend the rally in Winnipeg uh, tomorrow. Told to pursue legal action for being fired. No thanks. Fuck the law. Is there... Is this all there is in this fucking shithole? Any daggone men here? There's a few in Winnipeg. Not as many as there should be. There's a few other people in Winnipeg that uh, if they disappeared, I would be so sad. I'd be so sad. be so sad. Um, there's a very short, st- fat, um, uh, what's his name, Omar? This short, fatty, fat guy who's always running around calling everybody a faggot all the time and making all the anti-Semitic remarks who now works for anti-hate, which is hilarious to me. <laughs> there's a chip, Chris. Everybody in Winnipeg knows what I mean. I see you. I mean, Omar, I mean, I, I would fight you, but I think I would hurt my, I would really hurt my back having to swing down that far. Maybe I could kick him like a soccer ball, something like that. You have to jump and swing up to hit me in the knees, Dr. Dre. <laughs> Fuck these people. It's hate. You're going to hate the future. Cadillac Slim says this, uh, the Bruce Jenner paradox. Hear me out. In 2015, Bruce cut his dick off and was featured on Vanity Fair, Woman of the Year. I don't think he ever did actually do that. I think he still has it. When this happened, a rip in the time, space-time continuum, hap- continuum happened. And just like back in, back in, just like, oh man, I'm having a hard time reading today. <laughs> I'm illiterate, mommy, help me. Just like in Back to the Future 2, two parallel universes were created. One where he was ridiculed and disappeared. And the shit world we're in, perhaps, man, it could be. Um, Robert Leary says, I missed his last comment. I don't believe I did. I don't, I don't see it anywhere. Maybe it didn't go through, or maybe I didn't get to it yet. Maybe he's out of out of his mind. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll get there. Old Guard says, Airborne Ranger, Airborne Ranger, what did you do? Killed some commies for me and you. Airborne Ranger, Airborne Ranger, how did you do in a C-130 flying low? God bless the Airborne. Hellbilly Deluxe says, I have no want to jump out of a perfectly good airplane, but I may reconsider this in a Minecraft scenario. I said, God damn, what a rush. Tig Hiernan 98 says, the more stories I hear about these bootlickers, the better I feel about our odds. The soy boys left in uniform have absolutely no idea. No, they're not prepared for this. And I'm going to explain why in a minute. And then Rob Lear says, you missed my last comment. I didn't see any other comment. Did I? No, I didn't. I read that. Or did I? Maybe I didn't. 
<laughs> I don't know. I did it right. He says, I, I'm going to meet fellow bigots in Calgary tomorrow. I was going to make up a business card for myself to give out my contact info. What title can I use? <laughs> Soldier Daglon. Th- Rear Admiral Rod. Just make up something ridiculous, you know? <laughs> they're so, like they're not they're not worthy. The people were that are like, we're gonna get you! I'm like, you're a pathetic joke, man. That's why we have so much fun mocking you. Like, we're, I'm as threatened by you as I am by a fucking, you know, uh, like some honeybees. Like, Jesus Christ, get over yourselves. Rear and, uh, Space Force Commander Robert O'Leary. <laughs> you know, it's important not to take yourself too seriously. Um, and these people take themselves very fucking seriously. And that's why they're a joke. Um... More to the point of what I was just talking about. Tucker Carlson, who needs to be canceled? Is weighing in on this. All right, should I go to the Civil War stuff here a sec next? It's tough. Another reason why this has gone horribly, horribly wrong. No, we'll go to... We'll, we'll, Tucker, help me, Tucker. They're trying to cancel this guy, too. The last time we showed you a trailer for something called Patriot Purge. It's our new investigative documentary. I, I love his sh- I love what he does. He, it's so, like, polished and, like, exact. It's <laughs> such a precise production. Every Down to the facial expressions. I think he's got it, like, it's hilarious. But anyway. ...on what happened on January 6th. It views Monday on Fox Nation. This morning we woke up to this tweet. It comes from... Imagine if that's how he talked to his kids and his wife. This morning, I'm going to have a box of cornflakes. My eldest son uh, wanted a, a bigger bowl. My daughter, of course, wanted a smaller one. We only had one bowl. We had to share them. Chaos ensued. And then the whole family was torn apart over cornflakes. More on the story here is my wife. <laughs> Tucker, get the fuck! Congresswoman Liz Cheney of suburban, suburban Virginia. I love Tucker. I'm just fucking around. Wyoming in the House. Quote, Fox News is giving Tucker Carlson a platform to spread the same type of lies that provoked violence on January 6th. At the bottom of her statement, Cheney made her point explicit. Make this man stop talking. Deplatform his show at once. That was the point of the tweet, and it was pretty amusing to read it. This is not CNN. We work for Fox News. Our bosses don't pull people off the air just because some screechy little politician doesn't like what we say. Sorry, Liz Cheney. <laughs> Keep in mind that Liz Cheney has not even seen the film that she's so angry about. Just the trailer, a minute and 42 seconds, pulled from three full episodes. Liz Cheney is not waiting for the facts here. She knows for certain that we've got weapons of mass destruction and she plans to invade. <laughs> According to Liz Cheney, this show is dangerous. Because we dared to report on what actually happened on January 6th, this show is somehow, she says, abetting violence. Now, if that argument sounds familiar, there's a reason that it does. That argument is a staple of those hysterical purple-haired college activists you see yelling at people in viral videos. Your speech is violence, they shout. Our speech, our violence is speech. So in other words, burning down America's cities is a civil rights protest. Shooting an unarmed female Trump supporter to death is an act of courage. But objecting to racist propaganda being posed on your kids in school, that's terrorism. Lock those parents up. Now, that is the official position of the Democratic Party and has been for at least a year. What's interesting is that suddenly it is Liz Cheney's position, too. And in some ways, you can see why Cheney was so enraged by our trailer. Until yesterday, she and Nancy Pelosi had a monopoly on how Americans were allowed to understand January 6th. 
It was a racist yeah. insurrection, they told us, yep. with straight faces. It was the single worst day of political violence since 9-11. And, and I'm just going to stop for a second. And and there's some there's a lot of people that um, they're, they're afraid to... I'm just going <laughs> to speak their mind, let's say. Say what they really believe, say what they, they really think or anything like that. Because they're concerned that uh, if I say this... They're going to say X, Y, Z about me. They're going to call me this. They're going to call me that, whatever. Um, all you have to do is is signal in some way that you're not down with the program and you become all of these things instantaneously no matter what. None, it doesn't matter what you do. You could, you could blow up a hospital or, you know, write some blog posts. In their minds, you're the same thing. It's not going to make any difference. And uh, case in point here, the January 6th fucking thing where some people were let into the the, Congre the, uh, the Capitol building by police, drastically reduced police force, many of which mysteriously committed suicide after the fact. And some people walked around and took pictures and live streamed from some offices. It was the least violent thing uh, that, I mean, it, it couldn't have been more ridiculous but they acted like thousands of people were killed anyway. It doesn't matter. They've already decided what they're going to do. So you either, you know, you you either want to participate or you don't. And so if you're afraid of what they're going to say, what they're going to do, the instant you decide that you want to put your your foot in the pool, there is literally no point in holding back whatsoever. None. Because you're going to be thrown in with everything else anyway. You're going to be thrown into all the same categories and call I've been called everything in the in the world. So I have all kinds of other people. It's libel, it's slander, yeah, all those things. But they own the courts, they own the lawyers, all the, you know, no, I don't, it, it's not going to make any difference. Do you believe in this shit or not? Do you believe in, in you know, our way of life or don't you? Do you believe these people are worth fighting no matter the cost or don't you? Are you more worried about name calling and what will do to your reputation and what will my parents say and this kind of thing? Or are you more worried about, you know, this, the, the fucking world we're going into and what our children are going to have to endure in the future because no one opposed these, these monsters, um, you know, that's something you're going to have to deal with yourself, but I'm telling you, if you think, and I'm, I'm again, I'm, sp I'm speaking from experience here. If you think that you can do something like this and avoid the smears and, 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 you know, being called all the things and having your reputation attacked and deplatformed and all, and all of this stuff, you're like, well, I'll, I'll just say, I'll, I'll just, you know, I'll be optical, you know, optics. And these, it, it's not going to make any, no, it's pointless. It's absolutely pointless. All right, that's like that's like you're going to go onto a battlefield and you're like, well, I'll just stay on the edges and you know, and then I won't, uh, I won't, I won't get any enemy fire, and then you hit a landmine. It's going to make no difference. You're on the field. You're on the fucking field. All right, get right with that. The Civil War, that was their often repeated storyline, and they were entirely in charge of that storyline. No questions were allowed. But unfortunately for them, that is not how a free society works. Politicians don't get to put parameters around your thoughts or conversations. Free people are permitted to ask any question they want. They can follow the facts to their own logical conclusions. And that's exactly what we set out to do months ago when we began reporting out this story. We spoke to dozens of people who were directly involved in the events of January 6th. We screened hundreds of hours of relevant videotape. What we found in the end bore no resemblance whatsoever. The FBI did all of this. Right. I, I haven't got, I just haven't spent a lot of time in this. I'm trying to focus on, you know, Canada's more insane right now, but 
This whole thing was an FBI operation. They've already outed a lot of these guys. They're, they're FBI informed. Like, even the guys that encourage, get in the building. We got to go there. This was the FBI that did all of this, right? Essentially, the government attacked itself, right? And now we need to get rid of people with wrong think. I'm expecting the same type of thing to happen in Canada at any time. However, to the story that you have heard repeatedly from Liz Cheney and from Nancy Pelosi, as well as from their many obedient mouthpieces in the media, they were lying. We'll have all the details for you next week. In the meantime, by the way, we had hoped very much to speak to Liz Cheney directly tonight. Right. Sniping over social media can be amusing, but it's not really the way adults communicate nope. with each other. So we called Liz Cheney's right, office this morning to invite her on the show, but she emphatically refused to come. It yeah. turns out that Liz Cheney is not simply a liar. She a is coward. also a coward. Yes, it's not really her. surprising. Neocons usually are cowards. In any case, our offer stands. Liz Cheney is always welcome on the show anytime. On the way outside, we want to show you again what we've been working on. It premieres Monday. Here's what it looks like. If you're interested, check it out. I'm going to watch it. Hey, it's Tucker Carlson. We spent the last couple of months working on a project that we are finally ready to roll out. For a full week, we're going to get to the bottom of what really happened on January 6th. There's been an unprecedented level of propaganda about that day. We think we found the truth. We've got a multi-part series on it on Tucker Carlson Originals called Patriot Purge. That's on Fox Nation. Our other Fox Nation show, Tucker Carlson Today, is going to feature episodes with interviews tying it all together. Here's an exclusive first look. What exactly happened on January 6th? How much of what we were told about that day is a lie? Yes. If that was an insurrection, it was the most poorly conducted insurrection ever. Don't you need guns for an insurrection? Patriot Purge, all next week, exclusively on Fox Nation. Tucker, go get him. Good for him, you know? Ah, Tucker, who else is doing it? Who else is doing it? I'm sorry, you don't you don't like the Tuckers? Who 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 else you got? You got anybody? They don't exist. It's crazy, and they hate him for it. They're coming after him. Um, uh, read that one. Robert O'Leary says bigot commander. Sure, sure, that's, that's fine. Derek Bag Welder says bigot supreme diag dogs. The diag dogs reign supreme indeed. Philip's disciple says to tell to them the truth is poison, so might as well drink your fill, for they cannot. That's true. Zodiac. Z34 says, Commodore of Diagalon, Moonbase installation 04 reporting in. Did you happen to see the WikiLeaks drop today? Some real doozies in there. Is that real? I, I didn't see anything actually from WikiLeaks. I think they've released everything they're going to release. And I, I don't know. I, I'm leery of anything else. Julian Assange is a mess. And poor guy. Hellbilly Deluxe has got chased out of a McDicks this morning for no face diaper. Calling them a bunch of commies. They took the number off the side of my work truck to complain. Oh, no, not that. Not that. Jaded Mandarin on Rumble, thank you so much. Um, great. Another very relevant Thomas Jefferson quote. And this is what it's all about. This is kind of, I've been trying to find ways to penetrate the egg, if you will. <laughs> it's gross, I know. but When people fear the government, there's tyranny. When the government fears the people, there is liberty. The government is not afraid of you. That's why... When you protest, you go to these movements, you do these things. No, they don't give a shit. That's why nothing changes. When you sign petitions, when you wave your, your things around, they're not scared of you. You you can't do... They don't believe you can do anything to them. There's nothing to worry about. 
Why would they acquiesce to your demands when they think there's nothing you can do to them? Why would you? Why would anyone? It's just common sense. Why would they? Why would they stop what they're doing to please you because there's a bunch of people in the street holding signs? Like, okay, well, what are they going to do if we say no? Nothing. Nothing. They're going to keep doing that. They're going to keep standing out there and, and doing that. And they're going to get different petitions. And then they're going to buy merch. And then they're going to try and sue us in the courts that we own. I see. <laughs> I don't know if that's really going to work, guys. And a lot of it got to this point. I saw this... Um, I don't know if it was Joe Rogan that posted it. It doesn't matter who posted it, but the pro- it's an old Turkish proverb. Evidently, and it's brilliant. That, and, and I, I mentioned this earlier with, like, say, like the natives and the indigenous people, you've got Antifa pretending, you know. So much subversion has gone on. And I think it's potentially a lack of ability. People are naive. They want to believe the best you know, they want to believe people are better than they really are. They want to believe in good outcomes and happy endings. And they're basically naive to just evil, evil people, evil pieces of shit that will lie about unthinkable things. They'll do unthinkable things. They'll go to insane lengths to do these things, like things that you and I would never even consider because we're not evil, right? But some of us have had to, been, for whatever reason, throughout our lives, been exposed to really extreme um, situations, behavior, people, whatever it is. You've got a glimpse of what people are really capable of. And then that always stays with you. Once you see it, once you see the face of real, true, you know, what people are capable of, it's ugly and it's mean and it's horrifying and it stays with you for the rest of your life. But most people are naive. They're, you know, the sheep people, they're ignorant to this. They're vulnerable to being manipulated by these people because they want to believe the things they're saying. Someone like Barack Obama or Bill Clinton. Hey, I'm, I'm a good guy. I really am. I'm, I'm all about the Constitution. I'm a, I'm a real pro-American guy. Like The guy's a massive piece of garbage. He sold everybody out. sold the Chinese all the, the nuclear triggers and technology they needed. Like They basically made China what they are now. Thanks a lot, Billy. Never mind the drug trafficking ring he did in uh, Mena, Arkansas, and all the rest of it. The Clintons have a well-established history of being, but he's so charming. <laughs> he's a nice guy. He's a funny. I'd like to have a beer with that guy. He's a nice, nice fella. Hillary, not so much. <laughs> anyway, it goes. The forest was shrinking, but the trees kept voting for the axe. For the axe was clever and convinced the trees that because his handle was made of wood, he was one of them. Isn't that genius? A Turkish proverb. That's so true. I'm just like you people. That's what politicians do. That's what these liars do, right? When Justin Trudeau goes to his, he puts on the different outfits, takes his tie off, rolls his sleeve. See, I'm just a regular guy like you people. See, we're very relatable. There's nothing. We are not the same. You're an inhuman monster. I know exactly what you are. You need to go into the sun on a rocket. We need to destroy you. You're horrible. You're an, this is an, you're an illegitimate criminal government full of psychopaths. But they're very good at acting like they're not. The wolf in sheep's clothing, essentially. If you can even call them wolves. 
They're just predators. And, oops. Fuck, I hate when I do that. <laughs> trying to cycle through things and that, uh, and then I cancel my own, or close my own tab. So now, um, this is from the post-millennial, I believe. Yeah, all in all, the oil and gas industry may be concerned with the aggressiveness of, the aggressiveness of Trudeau's environmental policies. Really, top Trudeau ministers go on climate offensive, causing concern in the oil patch. And the new mayor of Calgary, whatever that slimeball creature's name is, climate emergency! Yes, we need to destroy the energy industry. We're going to transition to a zero-carbon green economy, whatever that means. Canada is an, is an energy country. Uh, Alberta alone by itself is almost 16% of the gross domestic product of this economy. Uh, Ontario, I think is 30 something percent. And then Quebec is underneath that 18, 19. And then Alberta is number three. And Alberta primarily chiefly is driven on the oil and gas and energy industry. The people running this country telling you they're looking out for you like this woman said. When in history have any of these people ever actually been concerned with any of you? Never. Zero fucking times ever. Never, 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 never. Not fucking once. So when they say we need to destroy all your jobs, destroy the energy industry, destroy the one of the backbones of the Canadian economy, 15% of the Canadian economy, we just send that out the fucking window. We need to destroy that because for your own good, for your own benefit. This will dis... Di what? How in the name of God can anyone in that province, in Alberta, go, yeah, this is fine. Yeah, no. How do you... You guys want to be all poverty-stricken? You guys want to be a third-world country? How about the rest of Canada? Do you know that your bills are paid mostly by the equalization payment program out of Western Canada, of which, by the way, Alberta just voted at 68% to strike down forever? I think Quebec got $12 billion... Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, PEI, Newfoundland. You all get money on the tax money they take out of Alberta, out of Saskatchewan, out of British Columbia, and they send it east to give you social programs and transgender story time and all, all and pay for your infrastructure and all this stuff. And then these people vote liberal. And then out here in the West where they vote conservative, go, ah. I, I wonder why they're so angry. Um, there's a real danger and chance that they just go, fuck this. Let's just leave the country. Let's leave the country. And they should, honestly. They really should. There is absolutely no reason for them to stay. I don't know what tricks they think they have up their sleeve to, to make them stay. But why would you? There's an alternative. It involves uh, redacted. <laughs> Wheelchair Bear on Rumble says, just want to say hi to all the bigots. And thanks to you, Rich. Thank you, man. Don't thank me. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And thank you for surviving. These people don't care, man. This is not going to benefit the... Who is this going to benefit? This is going to benefit big business, corporations, billionaires. Justin Trudeau is going to, going to please his, you know, his UN Agenda 2030 masters. How is this going to help Jane and John Citizen in, in Calgary, in Edmonton, in Red Deer, in, in, Red Deer, in uh, you know, Lloydminster, in Leduc, in Grand Prairie, in anywhere? No, it's not. It's not at all. It's going to fuck you over entirely. Just like the carbon tax. Oh, I'm sorry. The car, the price on carbon, which was revenue neutral. And in fact, won't cause an increase in, in consumer prices at all. You won't even know it's there. Remember that? They're liars. And they're trying to destroy you. I'm not saying... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not saying they're trying to destroy the country. But if they were, 
what would they be doing differently than they're doing right now? Uh, nothing. So I guess I'm saying they are trying to destroy the country. They're doing a great job of it. And every single one of these journalists, you think you're doing a good job because they fucking pay you to do it. They pay for this. Ottawa pays all these people. They pay the Canadian Anti-Hate Network. They pay CBC. They pay CTV. They pay Global News. They pay for it all. Billions and billions of dollars. They pay for it all. So do you really expect them to go against the grain? Absolutely not. And the ones that do are the ones that don't get paid by the government. Isn't that strange? Do you think True North or Post Millennial or, or, or Rebel News or Druthers or any of these people, do you think they're getting paid by, by Ottawa? No. Isn't that weird? They control the media. They control the news. And now because there's too much, there's too many people talking that we don't want talking, so we need to censor control and silence the internet and make sure nobody fucking says anything that we don't want ever again. And, you know, places like this platform and other ones that I'm involved in, they're not going to come after me. They're going to come after them. They're going to say, shut this down. Shut all, shut all this down. Like Walter Peck from Ghostbusters. Shut this off. Shut this all off. Shut this down. I'm from the government. And if you don't, I'm going to fine you millions of dollars. I'm going to ruin you. I'll destroy you. I'm going to ruin your business which you're doing anyway, because but that the, cut, cut everybody's tongue up because they're the good guys. Also give us all the guns because you're the good guys. Also, we're going to destroy your rights and freedoms and we're going to make it. So you need, you must submit to this program of needle slaughtery. Or you can't travel. You can't eat. You can't work. You can't live here. Because we're the good guys. There, this is a tyrannical monstrosity. There's no other way to cut this. And no amount of book sales and protesting and merchandising and motivational speaking from a fucking RV is going to change any of that. It's going to change nothing. That's why they leave them alone. There is a way to change it. And, and while this is happening... While the unemployment is going to increase, we're going to fire all the cops, fire all the firemen, fire all the healthcare workers, the doctors, uh, because it's a pandemic, it's a pandemic. So we can afford to let go 26,000 healthcare workers in this country. 26,000. That's the amount of people they're looking to fire in the middle of a pandemic. I don't care. If you're one of these people that, I believe in the science, I trust the science. You would rather, you would honestly rather lose 26,000 workers, doctors, healthcare, healthcare professionals. These aren't uneducated, stupid people that know anything about healthcare. You'd rather them all be fired and homeless and hungry and destitute because cult, let's be honest. That's what this is really about because you want to be right. You want to feel right about the decision you've made. How is this possibly a good idea? For what? Please explain this to me. How this logically makes any sense to anyone that we're just gonna we're just gonna let all these people go because you believe the plague, right? If anything, they should be hiring nurses and doctors that have retired in the past five or ten years. Bring back seventy-year-old doctors if we have to. That's how desperate we are. That's not what they're doing. They're doing the opposite. They're liquidating people that aren't following the narrative. All of the people that ensure the safety of the country. That doesn't make sense unless you're trying to destroy the country, which is what they're doing. It's intentional. It's on purpose. And while that's going on, the the, the people in this photo here, 
with their nice masks on that they pretend that they, they fucking wear when there's photos. Look at all the whammon because it's 2022, 2021. It's the future. What are her qualifications? I don't know, but she's a whammon, a strong, independent whammon. And he has a turban. And he's brown. So whammon. Also, they'll do things like label the Proud Boys and the Three Percenters terrorists, despite having committed no crimes in this country. And their excuse is, well, the FBI says they're terrorists. Right, the FBI also says that the Muslim Brotherhood are terrorists. And yet, we have Muslim Brotherhood-affiliated people sitting in that picture right now. Do you know which ones they are? I do. But they're not terrorists, are they? This is a criminal government. They're illegitimate. And they're doing exactly what they mean to. It's not incompetence. It's not by accident. It's not because they're dumb. They're doing exactly what they mean to do. And while every, while this is all going on, they gave themselves a raise because they deserve it. The people in this photo combined $3 million more million to them. How about, you know, would you like to take all your friends, put a nice big photo, and then you guys get to split $3 million increase in salary compared to 2015? How nice is that? Trudeau's oversized cabinet will cost $3 million more than when the Liberals were first sworn in in 2015. According to the Canadian Taxpayers Federation, the cabinet ministers, just the cabinet members, will cost taxpayers a combined $10 million a year in salaries. Like a hockey team, almost. Taxpayers are paying for a bigger and more expensive cabinet, says Federal Director Franco Terrazano. The federal government has a lot of work to do to chip away at the $1 trillion debt. <laughs> That's never going to end. And it should start with leadership and restraint at the top. No, they don't. They, they want to fatten themselves up. Currently, Trudeau's base salary, just base salary, which is pennies to him, is $371,000. Each cabinet minister is paid $274,000. This comes after all ministers received two salary raises over the course of the pandemic. As people lost their jobs, were forced onto serve, were forced onto this and that. They got to pay all this money back, losing their jobs. Now they need to now they need to submit to medical experimentation to, to even keep a job or, or continue participating in society while they give themselves money. This is absolutely fucking insane. Insane. The only reason any of these snakes are able to sit there and do this is because nobody has stopped them. That's literally it. They have no moral authority, no logical authority. There's, there's nothing, there's nothing holding this together. This is, this is, uh, this is paper clips and bubble gum, and elastic bands. This is the flimsiest pile of dog shit I've ever seen. There's no reason for any of this, and the people in this country and in a lot of countries are suffering absolutely needlessly while these fat, disgusting parasites get richer and richer and richer by the day. They suffer no consequences. They suffer no hardships. They fly in planes all the time. The rules don't apply to them. We see them all the time. They're going to go out to dinners. They're breaking their own rules all over the place. None of this matters to them. They keep getting richer and richer and richer. While you suffer, while you die, while your family members die, you can't even go to their funerals. Suicides here, here and there. Overdoses here and there. Your business is closed. Your employment is terminated. But please fork over more tax money because Fatty McFatbitch needs some more salary. And by the way, all their travel, hotels, meals, that's all comped. You pay that too. So their salary doesn't even pay for that stuff. No, that, that's you're paying for all that as well. The jets and the traveling, the cars, the limousine drivers. And then you got to, of course, pay for their security detail. 
because hate? There is no group of people in this country more despicable than the ones in this photo right now. Secondly, the Conservative Party uh, members, and then the NDP and the rest of them. Uh, fuck all of these people. I'm just looking at their faces, you know? They're so proud of themselves. Sitting on the smoldering ruins of what was once a great and proud country. Um, the one we grew up in and what we, we knew, it doesn't exist anymore. We're barring people from soup kitchens because they don't go in with the cult. Gets worse. His mommy, federally funded organization, won't say whether Margaret Trudeau was paid for a speaking event. She gets to go to speaking events all the time because mommy needs something to do. Spoken at an event hosted by an organization that got $5.8 million from the federal government and they refused to say whether she got any of it. Of course she fucking did. This is nepotism. He's just giving money to his friends and family, his mommy, his brother, all over the place. He's a criminal. We're sitting here being fucked in the face by criminals and just saying, well, what are you going to do? Yes. What are we going to do? It's a great question. Nothing? No, I don't I don't think it should be nothing. I think it should be very much something. And you think you, th- th- any of this ap- applies to anyone? Here's everybody's favorite Dina Hinshaw saying you can't don't <laughs> I don't even just play it. If you're planning to gather with anyone outside your household, you're legally required to follow the private social gathering restrictions that are in place. This means no indoor private social gatherings for adults who are not fully immunized. If you're planning to gather with anyone outside your yeah, no, you, yeah. I hope nobody can go to your funeral, Dina Hinshaw, because uh, unvaccinated. Or they're too vaccinated, maybe. How much does she get paid? Lots. How much is she she's going to keep making more money to sit there and tell you you can't live your lives? Well, she does whatever the fuck she wants. You think they're? You think they? None of them are following any of these rules. They think they're better than you. Todd Salerno says, "Sorry, I'm late. You don't have to. You don't have to be sorry. It's all good." Man, these people disgust me to like no end, to absolutely no end at all. NYC bit said, would there just so happen to be such a thing as a chainsaw with a wooden handle? <laughs> Is it just me or are things getting crazy? It's getting crazier out there. Hail Billy Deluxe says, and Trudeau snubbed Alberta for that vote. Oh, yeah. Yes, he did. Knight Rider 3 says, uh, Gulag Barbie, can we change your avatar to a dirty, poor, starving blonde lady? Or a pick of Solzhenitsyn? No hate. Consider it a social experiment. There are enough distractions at the moment. Oh, uh-oh. Everybody's hitting on Gulag Lady. Gulag Barbie, sorry. Jake Powell says, a jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. How many jack of all trades are running the helm right now? Masters at being scum dog millionaires. That's about fucking it. Chicks with dicks and smiling liars, jellyfish, fat blob wingers. This is what we're left with. They're the least qualified, lowest of society, absolutely useless people. If they weren't politicians, what could they do? Nothing. They could do nothing. Absolutely nothing. They're worthless. They're the, they're worthless, and they're the they're the uh, you know the bottom rung of our people. We're being led around by the the least deserving people we have. Deanna Owen says they hang the man and flog the woman that steal the goose from off the common, but let the greater villain loose that steals the common from the goose. The law demands that we atone 
when we take the things we do not own, but leaves the lords and ladies fine who take things that are yours and mine. English nursery rhyme, circa 1764. How am I if things not changed? I don't, I don't, I don't see any reason why they can't. I mean, <laughs> we know more than ever these days with all the information we have. And yet we wait for now. Heather Beige says, if you wanted to incite a boog, what would you do differently? <laughs> Ask me again in three months if it's not already happening. No jab, no job, no jab, no house. And in uh, Germany, in Germany, ironically, 90%, and I've been saying this, the people that haven't gone, why do we need to convince these people to get, they don't fucking want it. They're not going to get it. They've never wanted it. Vaccine passports have hardened opposition to getting Yabed survey fines. Really? 90% of Germans who haven't taken the vaccine say they won't get it, with only remaining 10% saying they will probably get it and remaining undecided. A recent survey carried out by Forsa on behalf of the Ministry for Health found that 65% of Germans said there is no way they will get it over the next two months. A further 23% said they would probably not, while 2% said they would definitely not get it at any point. Out of 3,000 respondents, only 10% said they were still undecided or said they will probably get vaccinated in the near future. According to the local, the polls emphasize how people who have until now chose remain unvaccinated against COVID are unlikely to be convinced, right? Which is why, you know, people that cave now, oh, the shame, the shame. You did it because, you, because you're weak, essentially, because you know better. It's not people that did it months, years, you know, forever ago. Because trust the science and all of that. I know there's other people out there that did it once or twice and they're like, I made a huge fucking mistake. I never should have listened to this. That's different than the ones that have, you know, caved in September, October. Like you, you because you're weak. You got, you felt some pressure and you went, no, not me. I'm scared. Wee. You were never going to make it anyway. According to the local, the poll, uh, sorry, I read that already. The survey contradicts Thomas Mertens from the Standing Vaccinations Committee who claimed that unvaccinated Germans were not hardliners but were merely sitting on the fence and could be convinced. Doesn't look like it, it says. Neither are any of us in Canada or in the United States or anywhere fucking else. Get that through your thick head. You think that's going to be a thing? Oh, we'll just convince them. Convince this. You couldn't convince my dead body. All right? It will reject my body. My dead corpse will reject it. Only 5% of respondents said they would get it if hospitals were overwhelmed with patients, which they already are because it's flu season and uh, you've destroyed the immune systems of millions and millions and maybe perhaps 2 billion people. Yeah. 89% said it wouldn't change their mind even if ICUs reached their capacity. Good. It's also worth noting that the 10% figure who say they will get it or are undecided is probably lower given that some respondents will be telling the pollsters what they think they want to hear and are actually not planning on getting vaccinated at all. As we highlighted back in January of last year, German authorities announced that COVID lockdown rule breakers would be arrested and detained in refugee camps located across the country. This is a common thing. Australia, Germany, they're building camps in Canada, they're building camps in the United States. They will take you away. And your neighbors, these people who are like, we're holding hands, she's vaccinated, I'm unvaccinated, but we're friends. And when they come to take you away, your friend is not going to stop them. They're not going to do anything. They're going to look at their feet and look at the wall, look at, you know, 
They'll feel bad. Maybe they'll cry, but they're not going to do shit. Earlier this summer, it was also confirmed that the unvaccinated would be deprived of basic lifestyle activities like visiting cinemas and restaurants. And now uh, uh, grocery stores in uh, one or two provinces in Germany. Are they called provinces or states there? Not sure. More, I mean, it just, I'm a crazy person. I say things, but only crazy people think. And I'm definitely not, the same sentiments are not echoed by dozens and dozens, millions, tons of people. Professionals, respectable folks all over the world all the time. No, of course not. New York City Firefighters Union head warns vaccine mandate will get residents killed. Yes, it will. You're literally killing people. We need vaccine passports. We need vaccine. You're killing people. You're, you're guilty of, it's, it's murder. I'm not going to forget this. No one I know is going to forget this. And you think we can fucking go back to normal after this? It is never going to happen. We can't coexist with you. You've made it impossible. They say when this city goes into utter chaos on November 1st, be ready to pick up the pieces that the mayor causes. The head of the union, the firefighters union in New York City, has warned that Mayor Bill de Blasio's vaccine mandate, which comes into effect next week, is going to lead to utter chaos with massive numbers of unvaccinated first responders prevented from doing their job and residents Losing their lives as a result. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. Why wouldn't it? It's very obvious. Imagine calling 911 and you're, you know, easy. We're sorry. Please hold. The average wait time for a response to your 911 call is 63 minutes. Please stand by. Cue elevator music. Why is this going to happen? Because Mavax passed. Because McCult. The irony. Because a lot of these people are going to be, you know, ones that were like, oh, I hope these unvaccinated people, they should all be fired and whatever. And you're going to call 911 looking for help. You need an ambulance. You know, somebody's sick or they're hurt or there's a guy in your house or whatever. And you're going to fucking die because no one's going to be able to help you because the people that would have and wanted to help you and would have showed up to work to help you, you fired them. <laughs> and here's the world's smallest violin just for you. Don't care. Fuck around, find out. Welcome to reality. Says the response times are going to go through the roof. I agree. We're not going to be able to get to the emergencies in time. Fires are going to burn longer. Heart attack victims are going to be laying on the floor longer. People stuck in elevators are going to be stuck there for hours, if not days. Ansborough made the prediction that 30 to 40% of firehouses in New York City will be closed down if the mandate remains with the 45% of the workforce remaining unvaccinated on Friday. When they're tallying the numbers of who complied and who didn't, they're going to be faced with a stark reality that they're going to have to close firehouses down. The mayor is going to be faced with either sending us home or sticking to his guns. And his guns are going to get New York City residents killed. When the city goes into utter chaos November 1st, be ready to pick up the pieces. They're doing the same thing here. Because they care about you. Because they're the state. They're, they're, they, they care so much. They're so concerned And now, I don't know, do I have this or not? I think I lost it. The RCMP on the 15th of November is firing all of its cops that don't comply. Do you know what they're going to do? They're going to re replace them with reservists and auxiliary members. <laughs> so that's great. Expect the quality of policing to uh, plummet dramatically. 
And after on November 16th, on the bright side, uh, when dealing with the RCMP, you can go, you can go well, is it, are these good cops or bad cops? Well, it's very easy. Uh, the bad cops are all the ones that are still in RCMP uniforms on November 16th. All of them. Every last one of them. There's no excuse. This is utter madness. Your entire purpose in light, what you're paid to do, is protect the peace and the public safety. That's what you're supposed to do. Everything they're making everyone do is the exact opposite of that. I, I think this New York City fire uh, union head just basically laid it out for you, didn't he? These mandates are going to destroy, th- they're going to get people killed. And you're supporting it. Just comply. Just comply with the insanity that's going to get people killed. You're not, uh, you're, you're a fucking piece of garbage. You're human garbage. You're worse than any of these other people, right? Because you're, you're trusted and paid to, to be someone that protects the public interest and protect, and, and you've decided to participate in destroying it because majarb. Like you can't get another job. You can't do something else. You're a fucking coward. And you disgust me on a very profound level. As for everyone else that walks away and says, I'm not fucking, I'm not, no, I'm not doing this shit. You know, good for you. Meanwhile, it's gotten so bad, so, this is so insane now. If that wasn't bad enough, if the utter breakdown of society doesn't frighten you enough, because again, no firemen, no cops, no ambulance, no fucking hospitals, it's all basically in shambles, skeleton crew falling apart, or replaced by people that are vastly underqualified, can't even do these jobs, like the reserve auxiliary police. George, you're the dumbest cop on the force. That's going to be most of the police here soon. You're the dumbest cop on the force. That's why. Why aren't you a cop already? Because <laughs> we're going to put the C team on the streets. If that wasn't enough, how about the military? The needle cult is willing to sacrifice national safety. It's willing to torpedo the fucking military itself entirely. It's going to destroy the military. In the name of the woke needle cult. Don't believe me? This is from the Daily Mail. One third of the U.S. military, I mean, Canada, I don't know. It, supposedly the numbers are quite high of compliance because, well, there's a lot of cucked fucking people in this country. That wouldn't surprise me. But in the United States and the U.K. is not much better, evidently. And these are the, between them, the United States, the United Kingdom are basically the, the, the biggest and mightiest uh, Western, pro-Western military forces we have that keeps the Chinese at bay and, you know, the, and, and the world from really going fucking completely insane. You want to live under Chinese rule? One third of the U.S. military is still unvaccinated. 468,000 active duty members have just a month to get the mandate or be fired. 32%. The latest figures were released ahead of the November 28th deadline for active duty Navy and Marines. Among the active duty force, 97% of troops have received at least one shot and 87% are fully vaccinated. There have been 383,560 cases and 578 deaths. Only 68% of the U.S. military is fully vaccinated with less than five weeks to go. About 468,000 or 32% of the military's uh, total employees weren't inoculated. In a war that you lose... You wouldn't lose this many troops. 
32% of your military gone in a day is beyond that's 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 literally the definition of being decimated three times over that kind of a blow to your armed forces is not only devastating it you can't recover from this it would take decades to replenish this they already have attrition problems and can't keep enough guys in there's not enough healthy young men anymore because they're all fat and, and weak and pathetic and watching Marvel movies. We don't have enough men. I was watching Tim Kennedy talk about this. This was a y- couple of years ago. For the first time in the history of the U.S. Armed Forces, they didn't have enough men to put through Ranger selection. Or Green Beret selection. I can't remember which one it was. There wasn't enough volunteers. Never happened before. Because they can't meet the minimum standards. Because they're fat. And they're unhealthy and they're not strong. They're not, they're not men. They're not warriors. We don't have any left because they've all been weakened into oblivion. And now you want to crush 30, 32% of the total military. The Chinese, in, on its best day, or the Russians or anyone, on their, their, in their wildest dreams, could never, under, short of nuclear war, destroy 32% of the U.S. military in a day. Not in their wildest dreams. But you know what? They're going to do it to themselves. Because needle cult. Because safety. Let's have let's not have a military, guys. How's that sound? And this is the military that's run by trannies now, by the way. Have you seen that meme floating around? How safe do you feel? I saw Devin Stack or Blackbill throw that out there. It's all transgender men in wigs. That's basically running the military. And woke, critical race theory, Mark Milley. People in high heels wearing makeup getting manicures. It's insane. America basically committed suicide, and this is going to be the nail in the coffin. 32%. So, national security is less important than the cult. 12,000 Air Force personnel, including elite pilots, have rejected the order as Tuesday deadline looms. 12,000 Air Force personnel the Air Force especially is very important to the American military uh, establishment, to its power projection, to its dominance in the world. The United States Air Force is one of the main reasons why it's so dominant because it's so far ahead and so powerful and in so many places, the aircraft carriers and whatnot, that's all gone now too. Because needles, because 99.9% survival rate. These people are out of their fucking minds. The Air Force, it says, is the third largest military service of 324,000 members. So even a small percentage of the ranks can be substantial. Yeah, especially pilots. The U.S. Navy is of similar size in terms of active duty members. Members of the Navy and other branches are also at risk of seeing a mass exodus. Earlier this month, a report in uh, AFP said that uh, if all the services take the same hard line that the Navy is taking, it risks losing as many as 46,000 troops to the Navy through presumably more will accept the vaccinations before the deadline. Maybe, maybe not. They're coming. <laughs> We're literally witnessing the self-immolation of Western civilization. The economy, the military... All of the all of the functions and apparatus that keeps everything together. Destroy it all. Destroy everything. Destroy everything. We're going to run up the debt clock like you've never fucking seen before. And we're going to feed ourselves your money and your corpses as we laugh at you from our establishment in Ottawa. Ha 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 ha. And anybody that has a problem with it is racist. 
at what point does do, do do enough men go fuck you i'm just gonna fucking kill you i mean really they're just gonna shred the constitution of the united states and do all of these things we're gonna decimate everything we're just gonna destroy everything right in front of you and then say that you're you know anyone that has a problem with that you're the you know you're the bad guy we're gonna throw, lock you in jail put you in prison there's the options on the table have been reduced down to very very few which ones do you think are left i have an idea like it's it's literally beyond words and they don't see what they're doing they're fine with it It's a runaway train of madness. They're completely insane. It's mass hysteria. And uh, it's hard to think, you know, is this all the China? Did they do all of this? The Western world was a problem. There was too many free, you know, relatively strong, thriving middle-class countries. Been chipped away out over the decades, but they were still hanging in there. They could provide for themselves and look after themselves. They had strong militaries, strong social and family values, strong uh, national identity, strong history, culture, and all this kinds of thing. And coincidentally, as one of the guys, one of you pointed out earlier, the pattern of this just dwindled away over the years and now rapidly being cut away. Like the, the, the axe quote, yeah, it might as well be a chainsaw now. And if that wasn't enough... Now they want the children to. The woke left is winning the culture war and punishing our kids. This is children in school now. This this can't possibly uh, be bad for them. It's only temporary, right? We're only on year two. Two full years completed. Coming up on year fucking three. My son is going to be three years old in December. This is all he ever he, he's ever known. This is the whole world. This is the world he's lived in his whole life. Is Corona. And these, these communists running rampant. There is definitely a limit to how much uh, people are going to put up with. To anybody's guess as to where that is. But it's it feels really close. The woke's left, despicable, reductive, and divisive ideologies everywhere in Canada, including our schools, primarily in our schools, I would argue, from ridiculous politically correct rules for Halloween to over-the-top public health measures during the pandemic, the woke left is ruining our culture and destroying childhoods across the country. Our friend Greg Staley at Diverge Media wrote this. Psychologist says mask mandates are going to cause a lot of mental health problems. Oh, good. We've mentally deranged our children now. Carolyn Borisenko is an American psychologist with an MBA and a PhD in psychology specializing in industrial organization psychology. She's also a very popular YouTuber. Takes call-ins. I'm sorry, I'm so itchy. From audience members on topics that are relevant to the show, because of this, I was able to ask her opinion on mask mandates and what long-term effects they may have on children. The answer I received wasn't comforting. She says, I'm sorry, let me scream through here. We're coming at 18 months now, almost at the two-year anniversary. That's two years of school that kids haven't been seeing their teacher talk, haven't been seeing their friends talk, been socially isolated 
So what's your take on that, Greg says? And she says, my take my take on mass in this has been the same from take from, frankly, the very beginning. I was always very opposed to it in any form. And my take on it is a little bit different than that. Our mouth is the thing that we use to express ourselves. It's the thing we use to give value to the world. And if we are covering up our mouth every single day, that's going to inhibit our ability to express ourselves. It wasn't a, it wasn't a mistake. It wasn't by accident. It isn't even just merely virtue signaling compliance to the machine. This is very specifically chosen. It's very symbolic and powerful. I've said before, and you can feel free to look that up, that slaves oftentimes in the past had to cover their mouths, signifying that they were slaves. They had no voice. You don't talk. You're a slave. She says, I think we're going to have issues in terms of them being able to read the emotions on other people. This is going to be a boon for people who work with kids with autism, because that is what we're talking about with autism, not being able to recognize social cues. It's going to be the same thing, but it's going to be self-inflicted. So I think it's going to cause a lot of mental health problems that people are not talking about. It's puzzling why this hasn't been discussed by the so-called experts here in Canada. After all, there have been many concerning signs about children's lack of well-being reported by the mainstream media here in Canada. So why hasn't anyone discussed the potential long-term effects? CTV News reported in March 2020, I've said this many times, that the kids' help phone line exploded with calls of distraught children. Shelley Richardson, the director of development for Kids Help Phone in Atlanta, Canada, and Quebec, said the service has seen close to a 35% increase in the demand for their services. Doesn't stop there. In July 2020, Toronto's Children's Hospital recommended the kids go back to school without masks or social distancing. That is because increased rates of depression and anxiety had been observed and increased rates of substance use and addiction and suicidal behavior. If not for the jobs if if not for oh, start start one and we'll go all the way to the end if, if it wasn't enough it wasn't enough that we're going to do the lockdowns we're going to take your freedom away we're going to because because scary COVID that wasn't enough and there's gonna be a second and a third and a fourth lockdown no 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 wasn't enough that we're going to muzzle you. We're going to say you can't come into these stores. You can't do this. You can't buy that. You can't. You you gotta. You gotta do it. You gotta participate in the cult. That wasn't enough. Now you got to take the needle too. Oh, two of them, three of them. You got to take all of them. That wasn't enough. Oh no. Also, you got to do it, or you don't get to work. You don't get to eat. You don't get to feed your family. You lose the, you lose the right to be employed in many, many, and increasing sectors of employment in the country. That wasn't enough. Oh, and we're going to do this to your children too. The mask mandates and all of that. And we're coming for them next. We're going to vaccinate all of them as well. We're going to stick them all full of this shit also. We're going to destroy your infrastructure. your he- oh, th- That you all pay for, by the way. You can't travel. You can't fly. You can't go anywhere. We're going to decimate and obliterate your police forces, your, your fire, your uh, emergency response forces, your EMTs, your ambulance drivers, your healthcare workers. Destroy all of that too. We're going to crush small businesses. We're going to crush employment. We're going to drive up debt to astronomical cartoon levels that will mathematically ensure the destruction of the country. None of that was enough. We're going to destroy the armed forces. We're going to render the country literally vulnerable to attack from any, who God knows what. Maybe make it so we can't even defend ourselves from anything anymore because woke, that isn't enough. Now they're literally... And all of this that they're doing is destroying the children. It's destroying them. I, I may seem ironic 
for me to say that I'm kind of a patient guy. I put up with a lot. A lot of us have. We put up with a lot of things. I cannot and will not live with myself if I sit here and do absolutely nothing at all. Just sit here and take it and watch them destroy children. What does that say about us? What kind of people are we? Knowing this, seeing all of this happen, and just sitting here and uh, going, well, let's buy some merch. Let's stand around. Let's yell at some empty buildings. Because that's, uh, that's, uh, that's as far as you're willing to go. Is that as far as you're willing to go? For these 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10-year-old kids, that's as far as you're willing to go? Sorry, kids, that's all you were worth. You were worth me buying some merch and standing around and yelling at an empty building. I wasn't willing to sacrifice a risk any more than that. It was too uncomfortable. It's too much. It's too scary. That's why you're totally fucked in the head now for being injected with all of this shit, wearing a mask 24-7, living in some kind of glass prison, walking around like you're in some kind of insane asylum for school all the time, forever. That's why you're like this. That's why you're never going to recover. That's why your upbringing was completely deranged and mental. That's why you've got drag queen story time and all of the, all of this shit going. That, you know, that's why you're watching porn at seven years old. All of that. Because for me to stand in the way, it was too much. I couldn't do it. It's too much for me. I'd literally rather die. I would rather die. If it comes to, it's like, well, you're going to have to, you know, fight or accept it. Oh, I choose fight every time. And on top of that, the people doing it are getting rich and rich and richer every minute, every hour of the day. Gonna be a gonna be a hefty price tag for this. There has to be. We have to make them pay for this. We can't let this just just happen. And if it just if I'm the only one, then I'm the only one. But um, I know what I can live with. And I know what I can't live with. I'm real close to not being able to live with this anymore. I've already seen my children suffer from this. Other people's, and it's coming to a point now where. I'm real close to getting off the fucking couch. Daddy's not happy. Are you happy? Are you okay with this, guys? Joseph Call says, I couldn't wait for my Cirque hunting tag, so I whittled my own. They look legit. The Ferryman's Toll says, I'm going to be like Homer Simpson when he was the football coach when it's time. You're cut. You're cut. Oh, you're definitely cut. Didn't I cut you already? Well, you're cut again. <laughs> you're cut. 
Calvulity Alexis, when the whole establishment has Paul Blart and Joe Farva level men. Exactly. I remind me to talk with, actually, not remind me, I'll do it right now. This is why, if they, if they want to go down this way, like, well, we'll just, you know, we'll just fucking force you. We'll just fight them. You fucking idiots. They can't win a confrontation. They, they, they can't do it. They don't have the people. And by people, I don't mean the numbers. I don't mean the money or the resources. I mean the people they have are shit. They're garbage. And again, I'm just, I have some experience in this area. It's something I've studied and been fascinated with my whole life. It's why I joined the military. I've been drawn to it. Fortunately or unfortunately, whatever way you want to roll those dice, I got to experience it firsthand. Why people are fighting is maybe the most important factor in their ability to fight that fight. Fighting for money, people will not die for money. Because you can't you can't spend money if you're dead, obviously, right? Well, if you die fighting in this battle, we'll give you $10 million. Well, <laughs> doesn't matter what the sum of money is. Like, if I'm going to die, I, but that money's worthless to me. So there's a limit to what people, mercenaries and, and people who are doing it for money will do. The people on this other, these cops and these soldiers and these people they have, they're doing it because my job and my career. Many of them don't even like the government. They don't like what's happening. They're not a big fan of any of this stuff, but they're doing it because it's easier and they're weak and they don't really want to rock the boat. They just want to live in their little world and play their little fucking games. The belief is not there. They don't believe in this. They don't believe fanatically in the need. We must vaccinate everybody. We must take them to camps. No, I almost turned into Red Hitler there for a second. We must have all the unvaccinated people, collect them into a collective, push them into the town square, and drive them into the countryside, freeing us from their filth. These are not fanatical people. They're just, oh, just whatever, man. That's who they got. Versus everybody else on the other side who are like, I will absolutely, definitely die fighting you motherfuckers with no expectation of rewards or getting anything, but because it's the right thing to do. And fuck you if you think you're getting to my kids without me getting in the way first. I'll fucking wield grenade launchers in both hands, motherfucker, okay? There's no way. And that's why the Viet Cong win. And that's why the Taliban win. That's why they win. Because their will to fight is beyond their own fucking physical existence. They're willing literally to die for the cause. You understand? And you have a bunch of uh, idiot peon slaves who live in, in comfort of their ideology that have never had a hard day in their lives. And hard days are going to come. And then what? <laughs> They're not ready for that. They're going to fucking fold like a paper bag. Like those soyed out losers on the street fighting a bunch of these. They just ran away. I'm going to stand here like this. Me! Like, like they believe they have superpowers or something. Dude just stood there like an idiot. And then buddies just dink, knocked him over like a bowling pin. And then kicked him in the fucking skull when he tried to get up. They have no idea what they're... They, 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 
They're not there to die. They're not ready to fight. They don't believe in anything. Your belief in what you're fighting for is the number one most important thing. Not even, like, again, you go to these special forces selections, right? And they're, they're, some of these are very, very intense. Some of them, one of the ones I was on, that if someone died on this particular one for this particular unit, I wouldn't be surprised. What happened to Billy? Oh, his heart exploded. Billy's heart just exploded. He died. Because it was, it was so difficult. <laughs> oh, that wouldn't surprise me. Right? You need to, you, and, and I, I remember talking about this with guys that, you know, did it and, you know, the guys that want to go in there because it's like a big secret. It's a big, it's a very prestigious, uh, you know, this is like for, for guys in the infantry or the combat arms in the military, like say, or, or in the United States, right? Say like a Delta, your guys, you know, you guys have Delta Force in the, in the UK, they have the SAS and in Canada, we have JTF two, And, you know, there's all the other ones. Those guys are like mythical fucking figures, you know? And to get in there is a big miss. It's like, what is it even, you know, what do they do? It's very, it's all secret and shit. They basically fucking <laughs> blindfold you and take you to a secret location. They torture the living fuck out of you. It's mental. And basically, you have to want it so, that, that that's the key ingredient, really, is that you have to want it, it's one of them, obviously, you have to want it so bad that you're willing to die there. I will die here doing this before I fucking quit and give up. That's what these people are made of on this. I'm not taking this shit. You're not getting my kids. You're not getting my family. I don't care what you do. Shut off my bank account. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. I'm literally, dying means dying. You understand? I mean, dead in the ground. No more, no more life. Like, I'll go all the way to living out of a cardboard box with a fucking knife. With a fucking multi-tool knife. If that's all I'm reduced to, I will still fight you. I'll go all the way to the end because I believe it. This is... I believe it, you know, more than anything I've ever believed in my life. And your people, who you have to fight us, are doing it because majorb and because it's easier and because I wanted to eat at a restaurant. And you think that when this fucking goes down, you have a fucking chance, dude? You are severely miscalculating severely fatally but you know never interrupt your enemy when he's making a mistake so go ahead fire all the cops fire all the troops fire everybody that doesn't want to play ball and we'll scoop them all up they're gonna they're gonna land right here on team bigot racist white supremacy you know anti-science anti-vax scumbag whatever and you're going to try and come after us sooner or later. And you're going to engage in a fight that you can't, you can't even fucking fathom. You don't even understand the parameters of the arena in which you're engaging in. You have no fucking idea. And it's hilarious to me. I am supremely confident in this. This isn't like, oh, I hope so. I'm really fingers crossed. No, it, <laughs> it's like watching a child. It's like watching my seven-year-old wield a stick thinking he's going to whoop my ass. I'm like, kid, I can literally pick you up and drop you on your head <laughs> easily. There's no universe where you beat me. It doesn't happen. You know, you ever fight with your dad when you're like seven, eight, nine, ten years old? Even you know there's no chance. And I think deep down they know it too. That's why they're so fucking scared. We got to censor everything. We got to turn it all off. Oh, God. I'm so scared. Yeah. You want to fight dad, do you? They're 10-year-old boys. And they want to take on their 39-year-old fucking war veteran father. <laughs> And they'll just toy with you. You know, put them in a headlock. Oh, come on, you can get out of this. Come on, come on you're stronger than that. Yeah! Oh, almost! 
The amount of people you have of quality, of act, like actual warrior quality, is so low and so few, it's laughable. It's fucking laughable. You have no chance. And I can't wait for you to go too far. And uh, then it's going to be Christmas time, you guys. That's Christmas, whenever that is. That's the ultimate, the ultimate bigot Christmas is when they've gone, gone finally too far. And, and the pickup trucks start to roll, you know? <laughs> and it just becomes, well, we tried. We tried, but... Uh... Every day it's you should have left the kids alone. Going faster than a roller coaster. Love like yours will surely come my way. Getting faster, everyone said, Go ahead and ask her. Love like yours will surely come my way. Hey, hey, hey. Every day seems a little longer. Every way loves a little stronger. Can you hear them? Come what may. Do you ever You're not gonna hear shit. She's <laughs> gonna Every be there. Day, it's a getting closer, going faster than a roller coaster. Love like yours will surely come my way. Here come the cavalry! On the third day, look to the east. Look for the look for the Dodge Rams and the Silverados and the F-150s. Maybe literally on horseback, I don't know. Damn you for putting us in this position. That alone, that resentment and that spite that you made this, you made me do something I really didn't want to fucking do is going to drive my fucking engine like you would not believe. I will come at you like a 16-year-old trying to get into a pair of panties. You understand? Relentless. Love like yours will surely come my way. Hey, hey, hey. Love like That's right. Fuck you made me, right? Fuck you make me? Fuck you. You made me. Yeah, quick dubs. There's a few on a buffalo. One psycho on a moose. Others driving dog sleds. Bigots coming from everywhere. We are everywhere. That was one of the other 3% or slogans. We are everywhere. We are everywhere. You guys, and they think they have a handle on it. Wow, we're keeping control of this. You white supremacy. Anyone that has opposes it, you have no fucking grasp. (laughs) It's like the ocean, right? Well, I don't know. I think it's under control. You do not see. Still waters run deep, sir. You don't know what's under there, do you? (laughs) Might look calm on the surface, but underneath. Oh, boy. Uh, Sergeant Bear says to the 32% that are still in and have fucking balls, I salute you. Me too. Big time. Dan says it's time for them to disappear. Take them to the gallows. So never end until we make it end. Death to the circs. Death to Circulon. Pickley from Ontario says the book on killing talks about the physiological effects of not being able to see facial features. Really? Does it? I don't remember that. I read it a long time ago. On combat, I read more recently on physiological effects of not being able to see facial features. 
Oh, right. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, I remember that. The, the dehumanization process. Exactly. Yeah. You don't see these people as people anymore. They're just there. They're not... You can't... Your brain doesn't connect on a human level if you can't see facial... So... In the book he's talking about Unkilling by Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman. If you're interested, I highly recommend it to um, basically anyone that's interested in this kind of... It's a very dark subject. Basically, what happens to your mind and your body when you're engaged in mortal combat and actually taking human lives? This guy's the only guy to ever, like, write it down and, and, and think about it, right? Um, ocular occlusion. Uh, auditory occlusion. Basically, you, you don't hear anything. You go deaf sometimes. Ocular occlusion. You don't have a. Uh, that's where they train the guys when you're shooting, especially in tight quarters, to you know scan and breathe. They say take a deep breath in and out, out. You know, and you left. You look left and you look right. All the, you know a lot because you literally won't have peripheral vision because your heart rate is 165 and you're stressed the fuck out and your blood has drained out of your face and into your into your uh, into your core. Your hands go numb. You, don't, you can't really feel your feet. Manipulating objects with fine motor skills becomes very difficult. I know this from a personal experience. <laughs> And that's why you do these things. Because if you ever have to fight for real, it's not going to be on a nice sunny day at your leisure laying down in a field somewhere shooting at paper targets. It's going to be fucking, it's going to be madness. And there's a whole book, there's books about it. On, on Combat is a better one. It's, new, it's a more updated one. But anyway, the On Killing one was about um, people that, uh, the, the psychological trauma and damage that, that, did, that it did to people for, for killing another human being was higher the closer the distance was, whereas hand-to-hand combat incurred the highest amount of uh, psychological trauma to the to the you know the survivor. I guess you know putting a knife into somebody's neck is yikes. That's gonna that's gonna stay with you. You can smell things. You know you know what I mean. You literally that's hardcore. That's the fucking hardcore. Versus that's why snipers have some problems sometimes because you can see the guy's face right through the fucking scope. But uh, the further the distance, hundred meters, two hundred meters, three hundred meters, you're shooting at silhouettes. You don't you know it's it's shooting tar it, it, it's not you're not shooting people you're shooting image figures you know what i mean so not being able to see so yeah let's let's teach the children no one has a face anymore what could go wrong not could go wrong it's gonna create a bunch of psychopaths potentially but uh well pickley from Ontario. oh i read that one sorry uh snez hannah says happy friday rage and bigot surprised that slob borisenko cares about anyone but herself give credit where credit is due for that i've never heard of her before until now but Thank you. Uh, Heather Beige says, last one, I promise. Oh, you could send more. It's okay. There are three things all wise men fear. The sea in a storm, a night with no moon, and the anger of a gentle man or a patient mother. (laughs) Those of us who wanted to be left alone. Scott, thank you very much, sir. Salute to you. The Albertan says, wise words from my grandfather. Whoever told you life was fair lied to you. People have been comfortable for far too long. It's time to suffer for something. And in that is the, uh, what makes life worth living. It makes, it makes everything uh, sweeter, more valuable, uh, more interesting. You know, um, everybody takes things for granted, you know. But once you survive getting smoked, <laughs> almost, or near-death experiences or these kinds of things, all of a sudden you have a, a new kind of person. You, you stop sleepwalking through your life, hopefully. A lot of people do, not everyone, but it happens. And uh, that's what makes it, that's what makes it, uh, more enjoyable. If you have to really suffer and battle and, and struggle for something and then you finally get it, man, you fucking hold on to that for a long time. Hellbilly Deluxe says, a Cirque's hard day is the easiest day in Dagalon. <laughs> the hardest day for the Cirque is when the latte machine stopped working. What would we do? We had to call 911. Billy Masterson says, watch out, guys. Goys. The genius investigators from Anti-Hater watching Evan Ballbag and Bernie Farber 
aka Shylock Holmes and his in, intrepid sidekick, Dr. Wattstein. <laughs> oh no, I'm so afraid. Al Stern, thank you, dude. That's crazy. Thank, I mean, you guys are too nice to me. Spoiler alert. In the end, we win. It's just going to be a hell of a fight in the meantime. But if I know one thing about the bigots, we're not scared of a fight. And that is, a, that's, that's true. There's a lot of people that want to fight and can't wait to, and they're restraining themselves. Versus the other side that just can't stop poking people in the eye. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? I've told this story a million times. You know, the guy in, in, in Fredericton who just picked his kid up and crumpled him like a duffel bag? <laughs> Fuck around, find out, man. Northern Bigot, how you doing, brother? He says, finally able to catch a stream live again. Thanks for all you do. New elementary school in my town. No boys, girls, washrooms. All gender neutral. Oh, great. So rape and sexual assault will increase. Fucked up thing is nobody seems to care. Also, no. Two ladies that weren't able to go see a family member's burial because no jab. It's fucking insanity. It's disgusting, and they should never, ever, ever be forgiven for this. Never. Never. That's weak. It's easier to go, you know what? I don't care. Whatever. So you, you let this person get away with just, you know, disrespecting you, stepping on you. You're not, you're not okay with it because restitution was, was, was offered or given or, or you know, things were, were settled. You just, uh, it's too hard. Taking away the ability of someone to go to a funeral of their family. That's something, that's, that's gross on a level that I can't even measure. And they're happy about it. Like, good, they shouldn't be able to fucking go. I was like, you people are going to find out in the worst possible fucking way. And I, you know, I just hope I make it. I know it's going to happen. I know eventually this will be overcome. These people will be fucking destroyed and terrified and driven off a fucking cliff where they where they belong. It's going to happen. It might take 10, 20, 30, 50 years. I don't know. This could be generational. But, you know, you can... As, as sure enough as the fucking the sun and the moon rise and fall, it's it's their time is limited. This is not natural. This is not congruent and compatible with human beings. It just isn't. We can't live this way. It, it's just not. You know. Eventually, <laughs> things will snap and uh, have to return to normal. The universe likes balance, and this is not balance. Um. I did a long, long time ago, back when I had like, you know, a hundred subscribers on YouTube many, many, many moons ago in the basement of my PMQ in Petawawa when I was illegally being subversive on the, this is before the days of them would kick you out of the military for this, but I don't think they knew, so it doesn't matter now. An elastic band. It's like, you're just, you're just doing this, right? And it, it seems like you're going to do it forever, doesn't it? And then, snap! oh shit. You can't quite tell where the point is. You can feel it's getting close. Where, where is it? It's, oh man, this is really, and then snap. It's always a surprise, kind of, isn't it? Do you do that? Get an elastic band and just start pulling it apart <laughs> slowly, and be like, "When's it gonna snap?" You can't push everything so far in one direction. You know, equal opposite reaction. Physics. There's gonna be a pendulum swing back in the other direction. It's gonna be violent. It's gonna be a very violent, aggressive, sudden shift. So the universe can return to, to, to balance, which we're not in right now. And that's why there's chaos. When everything's, when things are not balanced, micro, macro, your own life even. If things aren't balanced properly, it's a mess. It's chaos. It's a fucking shit show. Maybe you're working too much. Maybe you're not working enough. 
<laughs> sleeping too much, drinking too much, whatever it is. You're fucked up. You need to have a healthy balance. And when you don't have it, there's chaos. And that's what the world we're in right now, isn't it? And it's going to keep getting worse. And they don't know when to stop because they're impotent children. Infantile children. Polly Mathing. Thank you, Northern Bigot. Polly Mathing says, yeah, what Al said. Chin up, chest out. Fuck you, make me. Chins up, chest out. Dig in those heels, troops. Hailbilly Deluxe says, I thought I was big enough to punch my old man when I was 16. I woke up on the floor. Admitted on his deathbed, I rang his bell, but not hard enough. Close. You know, you're close, but so, you know. <laughs> Admitted on his deathbed. <laughs> As we, uh, yeah. That's a beautiful story, actually. Thank you for that. R.I.P. Senior Hellbilly Deluxe. Tigirna98 says, Blasting whom the bell tolls whilst charging the blue-haired cheese whiz-filled circs shitting in uniform. They would just run away. Senior Bean! Senior Bean says, Shit! Well, I don't think I'm in that warrior category. I'm happy to help uh, with what I can. What do you call that guy that carries ammo around? The donkey! <laughs> You'd be surprised. You'd be very surprised. I think a lot of people are going to be very surprised at what they're capable of. Um, just putting up with this shit to this point and resisting this and especially suffering uh, any kind of personal hardship. You might lose your job, friends, family. Like th this is indicative of that. You're not, you're not a typical person. You're not a, you're not an everyday sheep person, obviously just by virtue of being here. Otherwise you would be them. You would be with them. Um, you're all stronger than you think. Had enough one says, see on the beach, bud, wherever that may be. It's everywhere every day right now, but I know what you're saying. Fuck the Cirques, death to Stalin. Thank you, brother. Billy Masterson <laughs> says, it was uh, sidekick, not sidekick. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're going to get me in trouble here. Um, what are they doing on YouTube? I don't know. I don't know. I don't read a lot of them. If you want to, the, the main chat participation is on entry, entropystream.live. Until they shut it down. Until they shut it down. And here we go. Uh, liberal MPs endorse new internet censorship bill where hurtful content is investigated. You can you can report things anonymously. Isn't that great, Evan? I mean, it's not going to be anonymous. We're going to know who did it, right? Mm, and Tony and, and Liz and Mac and Omar. and we, all, we know who all you people are. It's not going to be anonymous, all right? But... Technically, it is. That you can just complain that you don't like something on the internet and the government can just get rid of it. Isn't that nice? That's not insane at all. <laughs> hey, kids, remember that? I want the parents to leave the room and I'm going to talk directly to the children now. Coked out of my fucking mind. That <laughs> was insane. I can't believe he's still in there. Oh. Says our most recent plan will aim to make internet companies responsible for hurtful content. Canadians will be able to complain anonymously. So that content is taken down. Oh, good. Can I complain that I want the prime minister taken down? I want him taken the fuck down. I'm offended by his content. Federal liberal MPs have endorsed Trudeau's internet censorship plan. They also suggested that the government should appoint a digital safety commissioner. Digital safety. You're not in danger on the internet. Um... Words aren't violence. Video content isn't violence. Just like Marilyn Manson isn't violence. Marilyn Manson didn't make the Columbine kids shoot everybody in that high school. Okay? Violence is violence. Now, if I come to your house and kick in your door 
and hit you over the head with a sledgehammer, that's violence. If I make a video saying I fucking hate you, that's not violence. That's words. It's very different, uh, very plainly obvious to anyone with a fucking brain, but that doesn't apply, that doesn't, that doesn't jive with communists, you see, because um, being able to effectively communicate how fucked up this is and point it out to people and motivate them to free themselves of their, you know, uh, you know, disgusting raccoon, you know, like clutches. They don't like that. They want you to not be able to, you know, they want to control all the words and all the things. So that's why this is happening. Let's let's be honest. The Liberal Caucus said they would endorse the censorship plan, but only if it exists proper due process, just like the Soviet show trials, I'm sure. For those who have faced these anonymous allegations. Insane. Fundamentally, we need a public due process system to manage takedown by large platforms. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Trudeau government first uh, made internet censorship cr a crucial part of its mandate. First, through Bill C-10, the government plans to regulate user-generated content. <laughs> Everything. The former heritage minister, Stephen Gibbons... <laughs> I fall for it every time. <laughs> I can't say his name. My body rejects it. Um, you have to read it yourself. I can't. Ugh. Oof. He spoke. Oh, the goblin creature spoke about the government's new internet bill, saying, "Now this is going to be controversial. People think that C10 was controversial. Wait until we table this legislation." <laughs> Because he's the good guy. Their most recent plan will aim to make internet companies responsible for hurtful content. Canadians will be able to complain anonymously so that this content's taken down. Trudeau's not yet defined what the government means by hurtful. As hate speech, which is vaguely defined also, is already illegal in Canada. They're coming for all of it. Coming for the kids. Coming for all of it. Take a quick break for a second and then wind this down in a little while. We'll go a little bit longer. Because it's Friday. It's Fed Posty Friday. Fuck you, make me Friday. Just get it, idiot. Just get it, idiot. Yes, just get it, idiot. What are you waiting for? Why don't you just get it? It's the only way to stay safe here. Why don't you want to stay safe? This is all the time. I'm surprised this was even reported by Global News. But they're start. like I said, soon, it's going to be unavoidable. You're not going to be able to ignore this forever. Ontario man... How many of those today dies after fully vaccinated hockey league affected by COVID-19 outbreak? Interesting. Affected or do you mean infected? It's a weird, weird word to use. A man who was fully, fully vaccinated has died after the virus ripped through an Ontario men's hockey league infecting 15 people, all of whom were double vaccinated. The three-on-three -three over 50 league that plays in Newmarket on Mondays and Thursdays started his first game of the season. And leading up to that day, Gary Weston and his teammates were ecstatic. Weston and his friends played hockey together for 50 years. Wow, and they were itching to get back on the ice. But October 4th, some players informed the team they were feeling ill, planned to get tests. Weston and 14 others tested positive, And after experiencing symptoms, he went to the Royal Victoria Regional Health Center in Barrie. He stayed there for a little over a week before his condition declined, and he passed away on October 21st. These motherfuckers, man. You trick these people and they trust this shit and you take advantage of it to manipulate them into giving you money. It's all about my sponsored by Pfizer. This man's needless death sponsored by Pfizer. 
In Diagonalon, Pfizer is a war criminal, and anyone that worked for Pfizer down to the janitor is hunted like an animal, like a pig. Like you would hunt a pig. <laughs> right? No hunting license required. If you see one in the street, you shoot him dead. It's fine. It's totally fine. What the fuck are you doing? Hey, he works for Pfizer. I, f I got his ID badge right here. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Carry on. Carry on. And as that's going on, Ontario doctor banned from practicing medicine because of her views. Remember, I, I, she was on here a little while. Well, it wasn't on here, but I spoke about her before. Ontario doctor Roshang Killian will no longer be able to practice medicine after a provincial regulator barred her from doing so. Can you guess what her crime was? Wrong opinion. She had the wrong opinion. Now, I want to play this for no reason, essentially. Just cause. Um, cause I keep saying, how do I, <laughs> what? Well, I get a lawyer in here. How am I supposed to fucking, you know, one of these, there we go. You know, what are we supposed to do? What if we buy more merch? What if we protest more? What if we sue the government? No one's ever done that before. That's never been done before. We'll sue them with lawyers or something. And after that's done, we'll go downtown and we'll have a rally. We'll have a rally. That will make everything change. I guess. I don't know where in the book of you know historical events that's ever uh, ever worked. But again, you know, a few minutes ago, whatever that was, 20 minutes ago, all, all, all the things they've that, that's been done, you know, there's a point where people just aren't going to take it anymore. A lot of examples throughout history. Totally unrelated to anything else. This is just one of those times. This is just a time in history in 1989 where, you know, other side of the world in Europe, I mean, it's not even, you know, has nothing to do with us. Communist dictatorship went a little crazy. And, uh, you know, some, some things went down. So, <laughs> graphic violence warning. I'll be right back. Timisoara, Romania. In mid-December... During riots against the communist regime of Nicolae Ceausescu, security forces shot dead 73 men and women. The tyrant Ceausescu was ruthless in suppressing opposition. In Bucharest, on December the 21st, the Romanian government staged a pro-Ceausescu rally. These workers were sent here to cheer him. The crowd began to jeer. State television took the pictures off the air. 
It was too late. There was fighting throughout the night. Next day, crowds stormed the Central Committee building and charged upstairs. Ceausescu and his wife escaped by helicopter. An aide held a gun to the pilot's head. It was important to call on the whole population of Romania to get out on the streets so that they could paralyze the country. And that was what happened. It was important to say that Ceausescu had fled in his helicopter because people couldn't believe what was happening. That same day, Ceausescu was captured. He and his wife had got just 45 miles from Bucharest. In the muddle and confusion that followed, different factions fought it out in the streets. Nearly a thousand were killed. The Ceausescu's were tried by court-martial. Sentence was carried out. Television faked the actual execution, but the corpses were real enough. It reassured me to know Ceausescu was dead, even though we're humanists and I'm a poet. If he hadn't died, then we would have died. And that's the truth. The executioners took care their victim could be recognized. And that's what happens when you're a piece of shit. <laughs> Maybe hard to believe, but that was real life. That actually happened. In a you country, ever in real world, planet where you live right now. If only they'd bought more merch. If only they'd put on more restrictions. Or they just needed to wear their masks. It all could have been avoided. Ceausescu. You know, people wouldn't believe it, you know. Obviously, there's 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 a lot more to to the story than that, but the point is um they're just people. They're just fucking people. 
Uh, GGR says they always got what they wanted. Let's give them what they deserve. <laughs> nice. Tassos Plantis. Nice to see you. Says Sirks from the Vac Center called me today while I was on break playing chess. Felt like a Russian in the Soviet times. It's <laughs> right. Nice. Bob Barker says, I was watching the local news tonight and they covered the story of the man that died from the hockey league. They had the daughter on TV encouraging people to get the jab. They always do this. The cognitive dissonance is insane and I've seen it happen. I, I'm seeing it happen. People's families are getting wiped the fuck out. There's some of them that are just dropping all over the place and they're like, well, it's not the vaccine. It's, I mean, it may be, but I mean, the risk is totally worth it. I mean, you have to. No, it's not worth the risk whatsoever. It's not at all. Not even fucking close. Therium and Soul said that Cold War documentary series is excellent. Funny enough, it was made by Ted Turner. Join me after the Ragecast on Telegram for the after party. The Ferryman's Toll on Telegram. Go there. Join it or you're fake and gay. Bob Barker says the Soviet Union did not fall without the shot fired. Another lie we were told as kids. Romania, Yugoslavia, to name a few. Very bloody. Exactly. That's just a fact. I mean, I'm just saying, as a historical fact, if this interests you, and you're wondering, for educational reasons, how it is, you know, detached from anything happening in our world, past, present, or future, to fucking 1860s, whatever the, whatever the hell it is, when you've got a bunch of people who have consolidated power, refuse to give it up, and will use it to wield, will, will wield it to punish, persecute, harm, and, you know, terrorize the people under them, They never, ever get removed by people writing letters. It's the cowboys that take the bad man away. It's the cowboys that take the monster away. And it's like that old, uh, you know, it's not pretty. It's not fun. It's not a good time. But it's, you know, the old, you know, as the old saying goes, you know, Sometimes good guys got to do bad things. And what did that Romanian guy say? It was him or us. Well, what happens when it's, you know, comply or die exactly? Well. gets me fired up. We used to fucking play this at 4.30 in the morning loading fucking belts of 25 ammo into the fucking lamp cannon. Get ready to move. We're coming, motherfucker. We stand tall. No one has to be closer. Shout out. Shoot out. Spread real. I'm dead without it. Seeming that I'm safe. Walked off the wheel. Spread the word throughout the land. They say, bad guys, we're black. Robert O'Leary says, Hey, Sarge, what do you think of their endgame is? Depopulation, alien species takeover. As Alex Jones said today, China communist takeover or simply greed. By all accounts, after third shot, people will die. They're already dying. All of the above. All of the above. Kieran Kanzler says, How much hurtful content 
can we get on the stream before it's illegal? I'm hoping a lot. Romania 89 shirts on sale. Buy my merch! Used to be! You don't want Philip as a local regional dictator. That would be terrifying. Philip's taking over this town. That's hilarious. I do want to point out, and they have it on their website. Guys, keep the money. I'll, I'll talk to them later. But keep the, keep, keep the money. I don't, I don't want it. Um, unpopularapparel.com. Follow them on Instagram as well. Um, they, we're going to take down. So we, we were selling, uh, stickers and shit on Redbubble. I, I made nothing like 2% or something, 5% of, so if you sell like a $10 worth of shit, I might've made like 50 cents or something. You know what I mean? It was negligible. It was nothing. It was mostly so people could get stuff if they wanted, you know, advertising, whatever. Right. Um, and Ferryman was doing it. He did all that was doing all the, I was go, go ahead. He does a great job, but much better graphic designer kind of shit that I'm doing. But, uh, you know, anti-hate had to make sure that that gets taken down because hate and all these things. And there's much worse things on Redbubble than anything we were selling. But, you know. But now, because I just didn't have the time. I just didn't get around to it. I've got, I'm I'm sure a lot of you guys are like this. And it's mostly my fault. I'm not as organized as I could be. And whatever. None of us are ever operating at 100%. It's like David Gog. I always get, Goggins is so good at what he does. I literally picture him in my head giving me shit when I feel like I'm not operating as, you know. I'm like that guy in your fucking mind telling you that you ain't you ain't working hard enough. <laughs> Fuck off, Goggins. You know, I could have done this earlier. I just never got around to it. But Redbubble takes most of the overhead. It's like 90, 90 from some. They take it all. It's like I should get like a local distributor or somebody. Give it to somebody to do that. They can make money on it and support themselves. And you know whatever. I get you know shit gets out there. It's free advertising, and you know they can pay a couple bills with it or whatever. That you know that's cool. So that's, you know, that's what these people are doing. So now it's like, oh, well, now you forced my hand and now I had to do it. So that's what's going to happen now. Unpopularapparel.com and maybe maybe there'll be others. I'm not sure. But um, if you want to get uh, stickers and, and shit. And one of these, uh, they made this for me. Very nice. This uh, this tumbler, which is now my, you know, the only, the only thing I will drink out of. And fuck you, make me there on the bottom. Uh, unpopular apparel. Uh, uh, unpopular opinion. Apparel? Unpopular apparel. Unpopular opinionapparel.com. And they're on Instagram as well, and you get all this stuff. Uh, keep the money, guys. Keep it all for yourselves and split it with, the, you know, the other guys. I, I don't need it, and I'm happy, to, I'm happy to help. And thank you for your continued support. So please go check them out or follow them on Instagram and, and Facebook. I think they're on there also. And uh, they're going to make all their own stuff. They don't have to pay the overhead to Redbubble. And if, now they're going to make all the money instead of it going to a nameless, faceless, corporate, you know, global homo entity. So... Great job again. Now, anti-hate scores another win for the team imbecile. Uh, Starshine Girl says, small rallies and demonstrations are absolutely necessary as they lead to larger gatherings. Not necessarily, which uh, eventually have the potential to destroy the government just like Romania. Well, they shot a bunch of those people first. (laughs) If there's no willingness to do anything, if you're just going to stand there and you're not prepared to take it, that's the thing. Um, Crowds like that can scare the government if they know, if they know. Like, they've either demonstrated in the past or they've demonstrated the capacity and the willingness to go much fucking further than just stand around. That 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 could put some pressure on them to make them do things. But they go out there, and I've been to these things. And I look out and I see a sea of, you know, moms, uh, weak-looking men, and uh, you know, people waving signs. It's like this isn't this isn't anything to worry about. If that changes. <laughs> <laughs> then you, you know maybe uh, people need to be willing to go a little bit further than that 
um, or else, why would they? Why would why would you? Uh, why would the snake negotiate with you? All you're saying is stop squeezing me, snake. That was a great metaphor. I'm the metaphor guy. Fucking ferryman stealing, you know. <laughs> I'm grooming him as my successor for when I'm eventually destroyed. <laughs> you're Darth Vader now. You understand, Darth Ferryman. <laughs> Anyway, it was a great analogy. That, you know, people are, it's like being squeezed by a snake. There's not going to be a big event. There's not going to be, a, you know, a time, a moment in time where they, you know, turn the power off and the tanks are in the streets and they're just smashing down doors and coming after everybody. That's never going to happen. It's going to be a little bit at a time. Turn up the turn up the volume, turn up the heat a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. They're getting away with everything they can get away with without making you freak the fuck out. If they wanted to provoke you, they would. They could easily, very easily. If they wanted to provoke you to violence and, and you know response, they could do that easily. But they're not doing it. They're doing. They're taking great care to not do that. And uh, and he said it's like being it's like being squeezed by a snake, like an anaconda. It's just squeezing you slowly, more and more and more. But because you still have a hand free, you think it's okay. Well, you know. <laughs> well, have you tried talking to the snake? Have you tried negotiating with it? Maybe there'll be some wins here and there. But overall, what is the pattern? What is the trend? I'm seeing people's resolve fill up, become more um, environmentally conditioned. I'm just making up words now. <laughs> They're more inclined to, to start getting a little more serious. So that's good. But that, you know, that attitude needs to change that, um, and everybody wants that. Everybody wants, not everybody. It seems to me that most people, and I don't think this is different. Everybody's upset. A lot of people don't like this. A vast, you know, maybe even majority, maybe half the country or more and of any of these countries are not okay with this. We don't want this, but they don't know what to do about it. And a lot of people say, well, we got to wake people. We got to wake up the masses. You need more people. There was a, there were millions of people that protested, the Iraq war in, in England and in the United States, it made no difference. Having people online and aware of what's going on is good, but that's just step one. And if you're not willing to go beyond step one, it's, it's, it's a, it's a waste. They will do the mental gymnastics and around the moon to avoid doing anything difficult, scary, self-sacrificing, or put themselves in a position where I'm probably going to get, I'm probably going to get burned for this. But somebody has to lay on the razor wire. I keep saying that story because it was, you know, back when the army was cool. <laughs> when I did basic training, my basic infantry training, battle school, way, way back in the year 2003, which is basically ancient fucking history now. It's another universe I was in. I had a, a anti hate are you listening? I had a half black platoon warrant who to this day and forever will be one of the toughest fucking most base awesome dudes I've ever known. Um, there's a lesson plan and uh, one of it is obst it's an obstacle crossing, right? It's just, there's, there's numerous things that you'll encounter on the battlefield as an infantryman. Uh, one of them being razor wire menace, the ra the menace of razor wire. One of the fastest, most effective ways to get through this obstacle is for someone, and this is in the lesson plan, you read it, you, you know, this is how it is, to, 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 for someone to throw their body on the on the razor wire, double stack, this was double stack razor wire, by the way, it's about six, almost six feet high, five feet high, 
throw their body on the rate. And it's exactly what it sounds like, guys, if you're a civilian. Razor blades. Why, you know, like barbed wire. It's like that, but with razor blades. And you, you throw yourself on it. And this is what the army wants you to do. Throw yourself on the razor wire and the rest of your platoon, company, or battalion. I don't know how many fucking men are behind you. Walk across your body like a bridge to the other side of the, the obstacle. Right? That's the lesson. But he didn't stop there. He went all the way just to show people that he, he, you know, he meant business. He, he was literally willing to bleed for us. And as a demonstration, through his own body, he's a warrant officer, by the way. He's done his time. He's earned his, his, you know, he doesn't have to do any shit like this. Threw his own body on the razor wire and our entire platoon of, of privates walked over this fucking guy. He didn't make a sound. Got up, dusted himself off, and was like, all right, that's how it's done. Any questions? Didn't make us do it. Did it himself. We're like, uh, no, that was pretty insane and based. And he was like, okay, your next class is with, uh, you know, Sergeant Crosby over on uh, this building. Well, you will learn blah, 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 blah. Pack up your weapons and, uh, you know, form up on the road and uh, march off your next classes in uh, 25 minutes. Dismissed. And we left. Years later, I asked him about this and he said, I got uh, about 27 stitches for that. And I asked him why he didn't. He said, it was my turn. It was me. It was him and a few other NCOs in the, in the, uh, the unit that were hard as fuck that were like, we took turns doing it just to, just to reinforce that. And at the time, it sounded like, oh, it's crazy. That sticks with me today. I'm 35 years old. This was 20 fucking years ago. More than 20, I was 17, 16, 17 when I saw this, and it's still almost 20 years ago. I remember it like it was yesterday. And this was peacetime. This was training, you know? That guy gets it, you know? Somebody has to be willing to, you know, throw themselves on the wire for the greater good. If we don't have that, we've got nothing because the other team's willing to do that. That's why, you know, might piss some people off. That's why, they, that's why the Islamists are fucking eating our lunch. Because they believe in things bigger than themselves. And they're willing to destroy themselves in the name of the greater good. Not that that's a good thing, but if you're really committed to a cause, if you're only, if you're only willing to go so far as hold signs and yell at buildings, how committed are you really, though? I'm going to sign a petition. Yeah, that's not going to do anything. There's been, I think in the last two years, there's been... Um, the record for the, the amount of signatures on a petitions has been broken more than once. Highest petition, highest signed petition ever. The first one was the firearms confiscation thing. Where'd that go? Nowhere. There's another one going around right now for the, you know, the Mounties for Freedom thing. Where's that going to go? Nowhere. Toilet. So, what's the definition of insanity, guys? GGR says, thank you, Rage. My truck is tagged. Any bigot see in a parking lot, feel free to say hello in PC. Where's PC? PC, Picto County? Where is PC? I don't know. It could be anywhere. Wife to Hellbilly Deluxe. The old lady appears. She says, love you, my friend. Keep telling us the truth. I, well, I mean, it's my truth. <laughs> anyway, it's what I believe. And it's up to you to, you know, decide what you want. Fairman Stoll says, Antifa says it's going to burn down America if Kyle gets acquitted for the crime of stopping people from burning down America. This is kind of, and this is a great point to, you know, shut this down on. Did I fill this up? No. I even went and got a bonus beer for you guys. I don't want to stay too late because it's Friday and it's the weekend. It's Halloween weekend. Go be with your friends and family and enjoy each other's company. Don't sit here on the internet all day, all night. But I've got nowhere to go. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, then go hang out with Ferryman. 
after the fact. I'll probably pop in another there. I mean, seriously, honestly, think about this. They, they, they cannot win. Not because of any of the economic reasons. They have a vast amount of resources, money and power and numbers and all that stuff, but they don't have what it takes. This is what you're up against. Like, this is literally... So, like, the scariest guys, the most intense guys we have, maybe some of you know them. Maybe you know somebody in your life, you're like, man, if that guy gets pissed off and... You know who theirs are? Would you like to see them? This is from Andy Nigo. Nigo, the fucking rainbow flag. Cool, Andy. Signal more. Portland trans Antifa member Andrea Lane Moon, clearly a man formerly known as Jacob Andrew Camello. I will refer to him as Jacob because that's his fucking name. I don't care what mental disorder he's, pro- he's suffering from. Promises mass political violence if Kyle Rittenhouse isn't convicted. Jacob was charged with multiple violent felonies in April, but the case was dismissed. Look at this thing. They have everything going for them, and they can't handle it. The media, the political establishment, the celebrities, the bankers, the corporations, everything on TV, everything in everything on the radio, every TV show, all of it. And in any by any measure that you can fucking imagine, gross with the the ear spacer thing is just disgusting. By the way, please don't do that. Women especially. Good lord, not that that that's clearly a man, based on the jaw and the obvious facial hair, um, but. by any measure at all. They have every amount of support you can imagine. Name me a, a facet of society that they can't count on for support. Like a significant, like the Justice Department? Nah, they got you. Hmm, the media? Ooh, forget it. Rolled right up like a carpet. They've got Netflix specials dedicated to praising you. You're in every fucking commercial, every TV show, the music industry, sold of daytime television, talk shows. Every element of the propaganda machine is directed at supporting your fucking broke piece of shit ass. And you still can't get it over the finish line, can you? Why can't you finish us off? What's taking so long? Why is it so hard? What's going on? Why aren't so many of us still just rolling the fuck over with every advantage, everything? You know why? Do you know why it is? If this prop, if, you, if they had the same machine, the exact same disgusting behemoth, unlimited funding machine that exists right now, instead of pushing socialist Marxist bullshit ideology, if it was doing the opposite, pushing traditionalism, Culture, nationalism, natural law, nat- you know, all the things that, you know, we're all the- This would be fucking wrapped up like a Christmas present. Like a child's birthday. This would be one and done from one to three o'clock. Please bring your child and be gone by 3.30 with your goodie bag. Over. Over. It's not working 
It hasn't been done yet. They're in a massive rush and a massive charge to get it done, and they can't defeat us. We're still alive, and we're still fighting them back, and we gain momentum every day, every week, every month. Your existence, just you being here, is resistance. I had a guy uh, contact me a little while ago, and he was like, man, I... I'm going to be honest with you, it, it's, I, I kind of want to kill myself a lot of the time. And I said, don't. Not, and, and here's why. And this is all you need to hang on. He was another infantry guy. Don't do it because that, the enemy likes it. Like there's no, spite infantrymen guys will run on spite more than anything. Hatred is our fuel. Coffee and hate. That's a meme. What, do, what does the sergeant run on? Coffee and hate mostly. That's true. <laughs> okay. Every one of you guys that checks out creatures like this. They find it very amusing. They like that. They want that to happen. The idea of this thing celebrating you being gone is enough to keep people in the game. This is who they have? They can't handle a 17-year-old in the most clear-cut case of self-defense I've ever seen. That, that maybe ever may ever will exist. It's almost biblical. And it, like, this is ridiculous. Chased by an angry mob like Mogadishu. He's running the Mogadishu Mile all by himself. Kyle Rittenhouse running for his life. Chased by, I don't know, a thousand fucking people? Yelling, kill him! You can hear them in the video. Kill him! They're shooting at him. He trips and falls. He's hit over the head with a skateboard by one guy. Another guy runs up on him with a Glock 17 in his hand. It's in the photo. Kyle sees the weapon, accurately assumes, this is an imminent threat to my life. Ba-blam! Blows his fucking arm off. Ba-blam! Shoots the other guy with the skateboard. <laughs> Nails three of these motherfuckers. They can't handle that. Kyle, man. If you can't handle that, how are you going to fucking handle anything? So they want to fucking go, man. Bring it! I said, you spaz terrorist freak show mutant. Bring it, you freak. Turn down for what? We're going to bring down America. Oh, are you really? They can't handle the 17-year-old boy yeeting a couple of worthless pedophiles, the most clear-cut case of self-defense I've ever seen. Imagine the maxed-out Richter-scale measurements of continent-wide reeing when the varsity team hits the streets. Roaring country road. They think because they haven't reacted, they don't exist. You know, it's like kids getting away with too much and their dad's just sitting on the couch reading the newspaper. He hasn't, hasn't, hasn't moved. One leg over the other, read the newspaper... Hasn't done anything, but in his mind, quietly, he's getting ready to fucking snap. And when dad gets off the couch, the house stops. Doesn't it? Kyle did nothing wrong. Kyle is is amazing. (laughs) And uh, the judge seems very... Very based, and I hope he gets away. And I hope they do. I hope they do follow through on their fucking stupid threats. We're going to throw a... Because ma- they just encapsulate everything that they are. We're the fucking... They they want to pretend that they're the, the progressive, tolerant... They're the adults in the room, right? They don't get their way. They're literally saying if they don't get their way, they're going to throw a temper tantrum and burn the house down. <laughs> but... By all means. What are you going to do? You're going to you're gonna produce another Chaz? You're going to produce another Autonomous Zone? Which is a fucking nightmare? 
Lee Stewie, the judge is an oath keeper? Really? Oh, put a bow on it. It's done, son. Can't wait. Uh, Hellbilly Lux is old slash. He lives in the back window of the F-250 around these parts. Amazing. Thank you so much. Al Stern says the Cirques are cancerous to each other. Dagalonians of camaraderie and conviction. They'll eat each other up and we will sit back and laugh. Pretty much. Karen Kanzler says, Prepper Hack, you can keep meat on your counter for one month if you coat it in Noam Chomsky's rendered fat. <laughs> Fuck Noam Chomsky, that piece. Senior Bean. Senior Bean. There's a guy outside who gets a big kick out of that. I think I've just mind-wormed his brain. He can't stop saying it. He's like, Senior Bean. He's like, I'm walking around at work on Senior Bean because I keep saying it. The guy's probably not even Mexican, you know? He's probably a white kid from Toronto. Senior Bean. Actually, he's, I don't know. <laughs> he says, with how decentralized communication is now, they've done a very effective job. This has been 75 to 100 years in the making. It is, but can they push it over the finish line? Like hockey or any other sport, you can you can go you can do a play a perfect game, and be up three nothing, and then fall apart in the last seven minutes and lose the whole fucking thing. I've seen it happen. I'm a Leafs fan. Okay, that's probably I finally figured it out. Thank you God. I was like, why was I a Leafs fan? Why did I allow my friend Daniel to convert me to the Maple Leafs when I was I used to be a Bruins fan because my father is. And for some reason, I thought, hey, this kid at school, he likes the Leafs. Okay, cool. I like the players. I'm a Leafs fan. Why? Why, God? Why would you subject me to this level of suffering? What is the purpose? What is your vision, Lord? One simple reason, son. That you can take a beating and a beating and a beating. And from the clutches, from the very feet, inches even, just topple and fall over the finish line away from victory. You can be that close from winning. Winning it all. And you can still fucking blow it. I learned that as a Maple Leafs fan. So as dark and as bad as it sounds, as it seems, take it from me. No matter how certain, no matter how fucking locked in, I swear to fucking God, I've been sitting on my couch. I remember one time, the Bruins game seven, the Leafs were up three fucking nothing going into the third period. I was already Googling who they were going to play in the second round. Ten minutes ago in the third. This is wrapped up tight. <laughs> oh, woe is he, the man that counts his chickens too early. You counting those chickens, Justin? How many, how many eggs you counting there, Tony? I had to learn the hard way, and now I know why. Thank you, my lord. <laughs> Sports ball has a purpose after all. Yes, yes. Ticking Canadians has never get in, never, never, never give in, and nothing great or small, large or petty never give in except to convictions of honor and good sense. Never yield to force, never yield to the apparently overwhelming might of the enemy. Based Winston Churchill, dumb Spiro Sparrow. I don't know what that last part means. Billy Manson says they're going to produce another 12 dozen Kyles is what they're going to produce. <laughs> they're going to they're going to be producing something. Going to be producing something. Where is it? What, what kind of song do I want on the way out? I haven't played this one in a while. I, I don't think I've ever played this one. And I like it, so I'm, I'm going to do it. <sighs> anyway, 
This concludes our, our broadcast day, more or less. There's plenty of examples. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying this as much for my own benefit as yours as anyone else because people need to hear it, you know, for it to, you know, you need to be reminded of it. And I've said this three, four years ago, you know, when I started this, I'm the morale NCO, that's all, <laughs> you know. If I can do anything, I can do this. There is lots of times where it was all but over. Oh, it's wrapped up tight like a, you know, like a sure thing. She's drunk. I'm drunk. Parents aren't home. We're going for it. (laughs) You know? And at the last minute, just when everything is going perfectly, you get puked on. Just when you think you've got it all wrapped up, you've got that job, you crushed the interview, you got great references, there's no chance. I'm sorry. We're going with a diversity hire. Damn. And if the same rules apply to us, we live in the same planet and they're just people. They're susceptible to the same overconfidence and the same mistakes that we make and the same rules apply to all of us. And if we can find ourselves in situations where we thought we had it made, we thought we had it done, we were so fucking close, I couldn't see this coming. How the fuck did I fuck this up? This is impossible. I'm in disbelief. The same thing can happen to them as long as you don't give up. If you keep fighting and you keep pushing, you always have a chance. Jax says your government's currently inciting war. I welcome it. Because I know how that war ends. Skosin Lady says thanks everyone for a great Friday full of beautiful bigotry. Thank you, Rage. Being a voice of hilarious rage, reason of Sandy Clown World. Cirque Towns, many men can learn a ton from your fine example. Well, it's very, uh... I don't think so, but thank you for saying that. One last one for the road, boys and girls. Happy Halloween. I'm dressed up as the same scary thing the government hates the most. It keeps them up at night. A man that has self-determination. Libertarian, how are you? Thanks for pushing us through for fighting on for us. Thank you for being here and not killing yourselves. I mean that seriously. We need everybody. Every single one of you guys is valuable. You never know what position you're going to be in someday in the future. You may feel helpless and small now, but you might be the person that changes it all. You never fucking know. You never fucking know. Audie Murphy was 120 fucking pounds. Little what? Nobody nothing. And he wiped out a fucking near battalion of Germans by himself. Right place, right time. Liquid Zoo said you're indeed good for morale. Thank you so much. Great Halloween costume. All right. Running out of time here.
Liquid Zoo! Blonde libertarian Scotian lady Billy Masterson taking Canadian senior. Senior Bean. Senior Bean? Senior Bean. Kieran Kanzner, Al Stern, Hellbilly Deluxe, and his wife. GGR, Starshine Girl, Robert O'Leary, Bob Barker, The Ferryman's Toll. Right after this on Telegram, join The Ferryman's Toll for uh, a little chickity chat chat. Tassos, Planus, Billy Manson, had enough one to hear in uh, 98. Polly McFing, Northern Bigot, Al Stern, thank you so much, sir. The Albertan, Scott, Scotty, Heather Beige, Smith, Hannah, Hickley from Ontario, Dan, Sergeant Bear. Joseph Call, Deanna 01, Jake Powell, Knight Rider 3, NYC Bit, Zodiac Z34, Phillips Disciple, Dirtbag, Weller, Robert O'Leary, I got you already. Old Guard, Cadillac, Slim, hey buddy. Been a while, how you doing? CRJ, Bigot, Ernie Truth, Sean M. Vendron. I'm going full Alex Jones. Bushman 01 Johnson Triple Six Two Wheel Union Jaybird Lockstep 2020 Moses Lack Mow Filthy Weasel Thank you so much, sir. Hello to you and your wife. Hope you are having a wonderful evening. Cam is key. Full draw scarves. Oh, are you sick? You're going to be seeing this in about a minute. You understand? Chicago. Oh, my own. Windsor 519 in Zodzita. Thank you so much, guys. RagingDissident.com. EntropyStream.live. TikTok. Instagram. Gab. Get on Gab. Fuck Facebook. Telegram. T.me slash RagingDissident. on the page somewhere down there. Can't remember. Find the others. Find your friends. Join the groups. Maybe uh, you never know who you're going to wake up and meet tomorrow to change your life. If you see Joseph Stalin, hold him down with your best friends, arms, legs, and I want you to get a, a burlap sack, a burlap sack specifically, full of bees, and put them in his mouth. Bees in the mouth. Not the bees! Yes, the bees. That's how you die, Stalin. Bees. <laughs> Fuck that guy! Did we go with beers, Philip? Is there a particular reason why we've chosen the honeybee? I mean, I would prefer have gone with a, you know, yellow jacket or blue jacketed hornet specifically. Ah, uh, yes, because because they can sting over and over and over again rather than just once the way the honeybee will do. Interesting, I didn't know this. Apparently, I see, the psychology of the honeybee is so such that they are so filled with. Murderous raids, they are willing to sacrifice their lives to destroy their opponent. 
Whereas a hornet and a hunter, they're just absolutely nature's mistake and serve no purpose other than to be massive, giant motherfuckers. Good call. I, yes, I don't want to legitimize hornets either. So this is mostly based in your hatred of hornets. Would you say that's... Yes, I, I agree. I will, I, will, I will grant you this, Phil. I don't see any natural environmental repercussions to genociding all hornets. In fact... When we construct the prison camps for the Circularians, would it be possible to maybe construct a, a dome, glass dome, I don't care, and, and fill it with hornets? And then they can, they can destroy each other. And then when we've grown tired of it, of course, we turn on the gas and whatnot. I've read your mind. Dear boy, we are made for each other, aren't we? <sighs> Murder hornets, you do still have it. You have a purpose yet. And it's to kill Cirques in a glass dome on the Arctic shelf of the Northwest Territories. Because the more dramatic a way we destroy you sends a message that ripples through time to our enemies! That will live longer than the pyramids themselves, Phil. Can we build pyramids also? Okay, yes, you're right. One thing at a time. One, one, one evening at a time, yes. Yes. Pass, pass me that, that PCP, will you? 